What? Hmm? Huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Hi, Mara. Hey, Lainey. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up, girl? <laughs> what's the best thing that happened to you this week? Uh, uh, Me too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Also Also. We're your hosts, Mara and Lainey. Hi. I felt like a news anchor as I said all of that. I hope you all know. Man, I wanted to be a news anchor so bad at Why? one point in my life. I don't know. I like the way they talk. The news sucks. The news sucks. Absolutely. And that's why I could never do it. Um, But just the way that they talk. And this morning, or you know what I mean? <laughs> sure. Thank this you morning for your great explanation. Right. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I tried my hardest, honestly. Uh, anyway, today we are covering Stranger Things 3, um, which they kept calling the Summer of Love, but honestly... No. Don't think that's quite accurate. Not at all. <laughs> I think, which, I mean, obviously might have been the point, but... Probably. And I remember when this trailer came out, and it was set to um, Baba O'Reilly by The Who, and most of it was them, like, walking up the hill to Cerebro. Right. And it was so cinematic and, like, anticipatory that I was just like, oh my gosh, 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 I can't wait. And I was so pumped for it all and not that i didn't think it was as much of a letdown as most other people did the season that's hilarious because all you do is talk about how you don't like this season it's my least favorite season and i Same. will give you that but i don't i definitely think that there are people who dislike it more than i do my issue was that it didn't feel as climactic as the trailer made it out to be it doesn't feel as stranger things as the show used to be that too but i think that's because of the tonal change of the show it's kind of things are involving hawkins more rather than just the little parties yeah which makes sense for that but i just i guess i expected the walking up to cerebro and like i expected more like kind of powerful this is what we have to get done we're you know charging into battle for narnia moments and that didn't really happen and also bab o'reilly wasn't in the show at all and i was really bitter that about is it. weird it's not that weird because i mean a trailer but thriller was the trailer song for season two and really? that wasn't in the show yeah okay i, have I a question. only know that because of the game i have a question well, <laughs> i have a question for you well, is anticipatory a word yeah yeah. Hey Siri. Is anticipatory a real word? Okay. I found this on the web. It is. is anticipatory a real word? Wow. Okay. So the show starts off in Russia, which I always thought was in the basement of Starcourt Mall. Same. Which, by the way, I thought was the lab. I thought that they had turned the lab into the mall. And then I remember you thinking that. Um, come to find out that's obviously not true because they go to the lab later in the season. But also that would have been dumb because they literally shut down the lab for being like a hazardous wasteland and killing people. Yeah. So I don't know why my brain thought, oh, yeah, they should build a mall there. <laughs> Absolutely not. Right. Um. That's where we're at. So <laughs> I remember you thinking it was on top of the lab. But, yeah, I always thought that this was in Hawkins. Maybe because 
we see the same Russians in Russia as we do in Hawkins. Right, because Alexei goes from Russia to Hawkins. Yeah, and then when we get to the point where we're, like, meeting Alexei and stuff, like, and they hear Hopper and Joyce have him and all that, I think, oh, or, like, even when they go and when the kids, the Scoops Troop, go and find them in, like, the the, the bunker kind of thing, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but in my mind, it was like, oh, this is where the beginning of the show was. Right. Okay. So. Do they state that it's in Russia? Like, yeah. It, does it tell us? At the beginning, it's like in Russia. In Russia? Oh, wow. And also, I think the reason that they come to America is because it's not opening for them properly in Russia. So they're like, oh, well, we got to go to America where it was originally opened at. My question is, how did the Russians find out about this? <laughs> what uh, happened? How did they find out about the upside down? In- spies. But then I feel like they needed to tell us that. They needed to show us those spies yeah. from the earlier there seasons. There are a lot of things that I think they need to tell us that they... I still don't want. understand the phone system. The What's guys or the people who sit with all the phones and smoke while they listen to the phones. Similarly to the people who watch the TVs. Wait, is that not the same room with the same people? No, it's not. Is it? I always oh, think so confused is. now. I don't know. I didn't think I'd be this confused. I don't know. But here we are. I'm always confused. Anyway, so this is where Alexi oh, comes in. Can we in. talk about how confused I was about gas prices? <laughs> Lainey wow. now understands that she was wrong Guys, and gas in, was not like five cents a gallon. In 1985, which was the year I was talking about saying that you could get a full gallon of gas for $5. No. Gas was like $1.15 per gallon. It would take more than $5. Girl, that was 1984. It was 85. The first season takes place in 83, second season in 84, third season in 85, the fourth season in 86. No, because the snowball is 84, and then I was talking about, um, I'm an idiot. You're not I was an idiot. I was thinking <laughs> the snowball Mike was talking about at the end of the first season, and I was like, snowball's 84. So then the summer after that is the summer of 85. No, no, it's the summer no, of 84 because no. they're going to snowball 84. Oh, I'm so dumb. You're not dumb. <laughs> a little bit. No. Anyway, so Alexi's introduced to us here. And um, spoiler alert, I got maybe too attached. What's new? Mar gets too attached to everything. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, the Alexi's here. The, the Slurpee guy. My icon, my little avatar on Tumblr was him slurping a Slurpee in the back of the Todd father for so long. You put a sticker of it on your phone, too. I did put a sticker of it on my phone. And I, I'm going to have... Nah. <laughs> nah. I'm going to have a sticker of it on my DM screen. Aww. Aww. If you want to see a process of Lainey making her DM screen, let us know. And we'll post that to TikTok. We, we should have thought about that. process at the moment. <laughs> well, and we should have thought about that before you started doing it. You're already halfway through. I'm halfway through. And I don't think I'm doing it right. Maybe we'll take you on a trip to get new hinges. That's where we're stalled at for now. No, that's... I'm just avoiding it. And Mara's like, we need to do it. We need to do it. And we need to do it. And I'm like, I'm not leaving the house today. She's like, let's go get them. Okay, this has been a couple of weeks that I've been trying to convince you to go get hinges. It's, so it's been more than a couple of weeks. Back off of me. And Jolene and Zayvon really want to do a campaign. Exactly. They're going to come for you soon if you I'm do so not get tired. it together. The time guys i've had no time no time we have no time ever i don't know if any of you know but we work 40 hour work weeks a piece <laughs> it's a lot <laughs> not only that but there's just been a lot of family stuff going on lately right and not just like having fun with family but like family stuff in general and 
our mom was staying with us for a while just to visit and it's just been a lot it's been a lot it's been a lot so today's our first day where it's just our house again Mm-hmm. i love it it's amazing that's why i don't want to leave the house today i don't i'm not i don't blame you <laughs> i'll go in for you anyway so obviously we always get a weird opening scene that has nothing to do with where we're about to end up um and then so this next scene is mike and 11 in her room which can we just talk about how hopper got her like new furniture and stuff I know, and like all this like, girly stuff room he's so cute like she's like a new little dresser and a bed and he got her like carpet there's carpet in there now i know it's so cute and mike is like singing to her well that's because they're making out and then he stops singing yeah, or stops um, doing that so he can sing and is you know which is adorable and very real life to me but i don't like watching kids make out so there was a little too much of that for me this season and so then hopper gets all annoyed because he looks over and he sees the the or he starts like screaming at them or whatever and then l closes the door and won't let him in for a couple of hot they're seconds. just so obvious so obvious and then mike just becomes the absolute biggest pain in the ass little shithead in the world and just like his disdain for hopper is so obvious and a part of me gets it he's still bitter about everything that happened at the end of last year with like him hiding l and not telling him about it or whatever but honestly you don't get to just be a an asshole to him because you're upset maybe that's well, me but i just don't think you should be he's also a teenager so like, i know he's also a teenager's a teenager. but then like and it's not in this part specifically but then when hopper's trying to have the heart to heart with them and everything and mike's like leaning over and whispering in her ear like oh nothing Again. nothing fills me with more rage yes. than that moment when mike wheeler's like oh i'm gonna make fun of hopper to his daughter right in front of him again he's a teenager i'm not a fan of teenagers Never no have i been. didn't say you should be and i didn't <laughs> say it's acceptable i'm just saying like it's not the abnormal behavior for a kid's age i like that um hmm? <laughs> <laughs> it's all gone okay it's then all gone. hold on i'll find Sounds it good i will find it oh so he goes to later on in the episode he goes to joyce at where does she work? Melvald's. Melvald's. General and store. <laughs> Again, I only know that because of the Stranger Things game. Anyway, so she goes. Th- he go- he goes there. She's already there. We know this. Mm-hmm. He goes there to talk to her about like his problems with Mike because he's like venting. And this is where Hopper does not seem like Hopper at all. And it kind of frustrates me. But specifically, he says every day for six months they've seen each other and he just wants one day guys every day for six months is far too austin too much it's too much i like for at anybody. first i'm like hopper calm down they're just teens and then i hear that and i'm like oh my god how did he not break sooner <laughs> <laughs> that's true also speaking of being at the convenience store with joyce it's clearly closing down they're doing a closeout sale because of the mall they do a really good job at showing like the breakdown of small town america um but is does Joyce own the store now? Because I feel like it's season two and three. She's the only one that works there. Whereas in season one, there were like checkout lines with belts and the old guy, Melvald, I'm pretty sure was working there. When she goes to buy like the lights and the phone and 
get. He was the one behind the counter, like the only one behind the counter. And then he said there was another person there working. Like one other person again. But then Joyce is the only one there ever. Well, yeah, because they probably can't afford to keep anybody else on the payroll. Where did he go? He was the boss. I mean, he's probably just not there. Is your boss ever there? That mm, is a very sore subject. Please don't talk to me. Anyway, I do like that they show that breakdown. But also, there are some things that malls can't cover. Like, malls can't cover, like prescriptions like Melville, didn't that have like a pharmacy type thing i don't know i kept thinking it was a pharmacy but that's oh maybe probably that's just me I got that um and but like general stores and grocery stores and stuff like malls can't wipe those out and like pharmacies for instance they can't like get rid of those completely so right. i you know i think with the mall we needed to see maybe like a more like chain grocery store or something that would yeah. explain the bre- like the breakdown of the other stores. Because Melvalls did have groceries. Like, where did they buy their groceries now? Right. It's like a little market no. where you go to, like, pick up last minute things. But you can't, like, a mall doesn't have a grocery store unless it's attached to a Target like ours is. Was Target they a didn't thing show then? that. Was Target a thing back then? Hey, Siri, what year did Target open? Here's what I found from Wikipedia. 1962 in Minnesota. So, yeah. Target was around. Since the 60s. I'm fact checking that again. Hold on. Oh my gosh. Hey Siri. What year did Target open? Here's an answer the first Target Wikipedia. store opened in Roseville. The first Target store opened in Roseville, Minnesota, okay. 1960. She paused before Minnesota because she got confused. Anyway. So yeah, I mean. It could have been attached to a Target. It didn't show us that it was attached to a Target, but that's not saying anything. I just, in general, like, I get their point, And obviously... Why would you put in a whole fake grocery store? The mall was enough, but still. The first time we catch up with all the kids in this episode, which is fun because it's like we catch up with the kids and one teen plus a new teen is about to come in, I guess. Oh, Robin! Robin! Robbie Rob! Um, No. <laughs> no. I don't, I don't think she would have liked that very much. Not at I'm all. just going to go out on a limb uh, here. <laughs> not a limb. That's a branch. <laughs> anyway. That's a full tree. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, so, the kids go to the mall. Let's go, go to, to the, the mall. mall today i don't think i ever sing that right but Never. i you sing it differently every time dear robin sparkles i'm sorry i failed you robin robin uh, anyway why do they go to the mall no i know why they go to the mall hold on <laughs> okay <laughs> they like have to call mike to go to the mall no they're gonna go see a movie yeah but like he's at 11s when the, like right I'm so confused. Why are you confused? I don't know. When they decide they had a plan to go to the movie and Mike was late getting there because he was at 11. Uh-huh. So they're annoyed with him. Yes, because Lucas wanted to see the previews, previews. because he's like our aunt. He's very much like our and aunt. most of our family. Yes. Anyway, so the kids go to the mall and Dustin clearly is not with them. Lame. Yes, lame because he's away at camp. And they're walking through and Lucas and Erica have their fight, which is, I've had that fight a million times with Mara and Lindsay. Not so separately, though, because we're always together when we... That's like, true. Yeah, we're always together. We don't run into each groups. other. No, we don't run into each other. We go places together. <laughs> and usually we actually mean the things we're saying in the moment. That's true. Although who's, Lucas and Erica probably felt that way, too. That's true. 
But um, maybe I should work fart face into my vocabulary. I don't like that. Okay. Well, anyway, fine. Um, and I love that Max is like, "Oh, real mature," because he blows a raspberry at her, <laughs> and then she calls him fart face. <laughs> I know. Old married couple. I swear. No. Sh- does she? I thought. Wait, who calls him a fart face? Erica. Erica calls him a I fart face. I didn't think that that was the last then, thing she said. And then yeah, and then he blows the raspberry, and she goes, "Oh, real mature fart face," and then they run off. Oh, well, see, I asked if Max or Erica did, and you said Erica. Erica calls him one before. But yeah. I when you said that he was called fart face after, and I was like, who? And you said Erica. No. I'm so confused. What are we talking about? I don't know anymore. Moving on. So they go to Scoops. <laughs> Ahoy. I almost called it Scoops Troop. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so they go Mike to- ringing this bell is Nancy Wheeler energy. Yeah. In volume one, ringing the bell repeatedly. I'm convinced they learned it from Karen. That's- I'm just saying. Yeah, probably. Anyway. So they go to Scoops. Ahoy. And Robin says, <laughs> Steve, your children are here or whatever. Right? I think she says, hey, Harrington, your children are here. Yeah, that makes more sense. They weren't friends yet. So it was Harrington, not Steve. Moving on. Maybe it was Steve. Eh, she calls him something. I think she goes, oh, Steve, your children are here. And he comes out and he goes, again? And Mike hits the bell and just looks at him like, you want to fight, bitch? Because he's Steve. Or because he's Mike. (laughs) And also because Steve was almost his brother-in-law. So, I mean, they've got a relationship there. It's fine. Anyway, moving on. I would Um, not say Steve was almost his (laughs) brother-in-law. You know what I mean? Because they were dating. for like... Less than a full year. They dated for... I mean, it was almost it a was whole year. It was basically a year, but still. So then... Sn- Steve... <laughs> I was it Steve Sneaks. <laughs> Steve sneaks them into the movie. Um, Dawn of the Dead. Is that what we've decided? Day yes. of the Dead? Dawn of the Dead. Day of the Dead? I don't it know. is a zombie movie that I can't be bothered to know the title of, and I apologize. It's got to be Dawn of the Dead because the spoof is Shaun of the Dead. Because his name is Sean. But I thought it was Day of the Dead. No, that's that's a, a celebration. Yep. My apologies. <laughs> so sorry. I'm really sorry. Um, to Yep. Okay. Moving on. And I wish that I had someone who could sneak me into movies. Because honestly, movies are outrageously expensive. They're overpriced. And I love the movies. But also, there are never movies that I want to see. <laughs> Not unless it's a Marvel movie. Right. Oh my gosh. Everyone hates Marvel movies now. Yeah, everybody. They actually did not even just Marvel movies, but it's like superhero, superhero movies. movies. Like the Ladies and Tangents podcast, neither of them like superhero movies. Oh, I didn't know that. They actually, Jerry said the only one that she really liked was Guardians of the Galaxy, but she didn't know it was Marvel until they brought in like other Marvel things, and then she was out on that program because she thought it was the best and that they ruined a good thing. And I was like, that's the worst. Yeah, I other of than the, the fact that I love Rocket. I don't really care about Guardians of the Galaxy Other than at the all. Fact that I probably am Star Lord, <laughs> or at least that's what no quizzes keep telling me. We are from Missouri, so oh, that's true. No, I know that most people don't like Marvel movies, everybody, because I think they just sometimes get nominated for a lot of awards. Yeah, and it's not like they're. I think people think that movies should only get awards if they're like culturally enigmatic. Is that if they have like a meaning or a purpose kind of thing? Whereas clearly superhero movies don't. Mostly for entertainment purposes, which is fine. And everyone's like, "Oh, it's just this." You're watching the same movie over and over and over again, and I don't think that that's necessarily true. 
first of all i think marvel does a good job of that not being true even if it is true i like consistency <laughs> and i Marla like repetitiveness simple i like a- plots <laughs> <laughs> i do i like a routine <laughs> please let me See, have it when we got to end game and they did time travel mara was lost <laughs> i don't give me a headache please <laughs> now i do i tend to like specific superhero movies there are clearly some i don't like unpopular unpopular opinion i don't like dr strange uh it's kind of the worst but <laughs> we have to see the new one new what we've seen the second one right no yes because yeah? we went over to grandma and grandpa's and they forced us to sit down and watch it with them no that was the first one that was the second one that was the first one because then they also made us watch infinity war because we they wanted to watch infinity war and we said we haven't seen dr strange and so they made us watch Doctor Strange. And I did not like it. What's the second one? I don't think the second one has come out. Yeah, because the third one, the multiverse one, just came out. Well, then we never watched or the second one. Or is that the one. second one? I think that's the second one. Guys, I don't know. <laughs> as much as we just said that we like to go see Marvel <laughs> movies in theaters, so we haven't many. seen the last, like, ten in theaters. Well, with the exception of Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, to be fair, we also just weren't horrible. going to the movies a lot. Because even when it first opened up, we weren't doing that um yeah covid sucked yeah that's true i suffered now i want to go to the movies but there are no good movies i know everybody's gonna be like oh top gun or oh jurassic park no, and i'm gonna be I, like i don't want them first of all i love jurassic park not the biggest fan of the jurassic world stuff i love top gun the original i'm i don't care to see a remake of that it's not a remake well, I don't care to see a sequel to that. Miles Teller is in it, and he does a shirtless shimmy. We should go. <laughs> Everybody's saying it's like incredible. I <laughs> like love the Miles movie Teller. in general. People love the movie. It's well, so good. Well, now I want to go. Now I have FOMO. I don't want to go. I stopped watching that movie halfway through, like the first one, Be- because someone decided to tell me something horrible. Because you asked, and Dad didn't want you to be blindsided. <laughs> well. I appreciate that of him. Dad knew you. <laughs> okay, back to the point. Anyway, no, <laughs> we're not talking about other movies. What was the last movie we saw in theaters? Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. I just said that. <laughs> Jesus. Before that, it was It Chapter 2, and it had been like three years. Well, and we had watched It Chapter 2 like 15 times We went and saw that theaters. movie so many times in theaters. Mara loves It, so I'm just a supportive friend, but... You wanted to go to. I just like going to the movies. Don't act that way. I didn't go because it was it. I don't believe you. You love Eddie. I do love Eddie. Eddie is not. I like kid Eddie more than I like adult Eddie. I think kid Eddie is funnier. That's not true. I love adult we're gonna Eddie. Fight. <laughs> not that like I think they're equally funny, but just like we're going to fight. I'm not going to talk about Richie Tozier. Not today. Oh, look, <laughs> I'm looking at his name. Richie Tozier? Mike is Richie Tozier. <laughs> Mike and Richie Tozier is showing. Anyway. Okay, so they're so they sneak into the movie. <laughs> is my point. So they sneak into this movie. <laughs> and the power goes out in the middle of it. Not even in the middle. It's like the beginning, maybe. I don't know, because I don't know the movie. Oh, and Will, in the middle of it, is sitting in the chair... And gets, like, the spidey sense on the back of his neck. Spidey like, sense. when the power comes back on and they're watching the movie, they're all really excited and cheering. First of all, Max gets real angry that the power goes out. <laughs> like, I don't blame her. She's probably oh, thinking, no. like, Erica oh, does too. Oh, yeah, that's Erica true. Erica pissed. 
Um, oh, yeah, but guys, these kids sneaking drinks and like snacks into the movie, what a mood. That happens. Um, but yeah, Will starts like grabbing at his neck. It's the first time we ever get that. And uh, it's just so ominous. And I like that it. Anyway, so- and while that's happening, it cuts to like Jonathan and Nancy at the buyer's house. Um, Jonathan and that's Nancy. That's not while that's happening. That's the next morning. Is it? The next morning. Because the power went out. Oh, so you're right. Because Will's home. Look. Anyway, okay, sorry. Um, so the next morning, we see Jonathan and Nancy and Jonathan's bed at the buyer's house, and they have been sleeping, and Jonathan has, like, tidy whities on. That would be his choice of underwear. I don't remember who it was. Uh, someone on Tumblr said their dad was like, no, that's all that men wore in the 80s was tidy whities That was it. That's probably not wrong. I would assume not. <laughs> I, I And to be fair, I'm not, like, a boxer girl. I don't like boxers very much. I'm a briefs person. Yeah, briefs. Briefs for the win. Um, So they get out of bed because they realize that they're late. And Nancy puts on this skirt, which swallows her whole. And all I can say is Nancy Wheeler is an outfit repeater. Uh, like, she wore that outfit twice in a row to work. How did they not realize? And how did she not, like, think, like, oh, gosh, I have to change? Maybe, I mean, she knew she was staying there, so maybe she just had a pair of clo- a set of clothes there. It was laying on the floor, like, in a mess. She repeated an outfit. That's all. I was trying to make a Lizzie McGuire joke. I got the joke, but I also don't think she did it. I think she did. Remember my joke last night about being a different kind of firefighter and no one laughed at me? Uh Uh-huh. I do. Because I was the person you were talking to. (laughs) I'm the person that did it. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, guys. We were at our grandparents last night for um, fireworks and... I went outside with my mom to put some stuff in the car and I look over and the table that they had been using was on fire. And I was like, hmm. I looked at my grandma and said, is there supposed to be a fire out there? She was like, no. And Mara uh, tried to be a firefighter. I did. I like just like full stop, put everything I had in my arms down, walked straight out, picked up the garden hose and stormed, like just marched off. Like, I've got this. No one can stop me. I'm going to save the day. I was going to be a sim with a confident mood lit. And then the hose didn't reach. And also, it wasn't on. <laughs> I'm sitting there trying to spray it. And I turned around. I was like, it's not on. So our uncle turned it on. And then I tried to spray it. And it wasn't far enough. So I tried to, like, arc it up. <laughs> but that didn't work either. And I was like, it won't reach, guys. So they brought over. Well, Michael just started kicking at it. And then they brought yeah. over a bucket and we put it out, which was funny because we were watching Hocus Pocus at the time. And I was like, mm, having our own little Hocus Pocus <laughs> moment out here. Hocus Pocus Mar- and fireworks. Mar- no one knows em- what's happening. Mar got embarrassed, turned around and grabbed the cat. <laughs> <laughs> I did not get embarrassed. Oh. He was putting it out. And I was like, I don't need to be out here anymore. And it's dark. I would like to be inside. I know there are snakes out in this yard. And so I like was going back inside, but I found my aunt's cat who was outside and like it was fine, but technically he's not allowed to be out there. So I picked him up and went in and I looked at Lanny and I said, well, I tried to be a firefighter, but it didn't work. So I decided to become a different kind of firefighter because, you know, firefighters rescue cats out of trees. Yeah, but the cat wasn't in a tree. That's not the point. Anyway, I rescued a cat instead of putting out a fire. That was my point. So Jonathan, Nancy runs out the window. Like she jumps out the window. <laughs> she runs out the window. <laughs> Straight runs out the window. (laughs) And Jonathan goes out and he's like getting um, breakfast or is he just grabbing his keys? But he's walking He doesn't have time for breakfast. Yes, because Joyce and Will are there. Because Joyce stops him Mm -hmm. and he's like, I don't have time for breakfast. And she's like, no, you've got lipstick on your cheek. Which she she says you have something on your cheek. She didn't even say it was lipstick, which it was such an obvious lipstick mark. Like Nancy, come on. But also 
I I like that Nancy and Jonathan are still sneaking around like Joyce doesn't know. Uh, when she, she so obviously know. knows. She clearly doesn't care. No. I don't I think Joyce is one of those people that's like as long as I know where they are they're safe. So it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. I mean saying everything she's gone through I understand why she thinks that. I do like in the scene uh will says it's gross and joyce was like oh no you'll get it one day and she's basically just saying like when you like someone she doesn't specifically talk about when he likes a girl that's true which i think because joyce has to know it kind of goes back to when he went missing and she was talking to hopper and was like lonnie calls him all this stuff and hopper was like well is he and she's like it doesn't matter he's missing like that's all that matters right now right I feel like she's very firmly a, I will love my child no fucking matter what. Right. Thank you. But in the car, Jonathan and Nancy, so she's doing her makeup, which, girl, your makeup's still on. Um, He is like, it's going to be fine. We're not that late. And she's like, you don't understand. I can't be late. Because, and they have a weird juxtaposition because later on in the season it flips. Um, Because she will never amount to anything in their eyes, the people that she works with. And they have her, like, slinging coffee and running and grabbing sandwiches and stuff like that. And they just taunt her, basically. Because she's a girl. Yes, because she's a girl. And it's... Jonathan's like, it's fine. We can totally be late because he's a guy. It doesn't matter if he's late to them. You know, they like him. He does the photos and stuff like that. And so it's the point where we see the battle between their genders and then later on in the show, they're in the car and they're fighting about it because she's like, who cares if we get fired? There are other jobs. And he's like, you don't understand because yeah. you've always had money growing up. And then it's a financial it's a situation. Issue. And I think it's very, I like how they showed that and how they did it at different times. Like they switched who had the upper hand. But as someone who's on the rough side of both of those spectrums, yeah, it really sucks. it's just like I'm sitting there and I'm like, I get Nancy's point of view. I do. I get it. But I also get Jonathan's point of view. However, for me, I don't understand how, like, if I were Jonathan and I were about to be late, I'd be thinking I can't lose this job because I don't have as many opportunities and I need the money, yada, yada, yada. And if I were Nancy, I would have been thinking I can't get fired because who knows if I can get another job because I'm a girl and people don't take me seriously. So I would have anxiety in both situations. Right. And it's just hard because I feel like so many people pick a side out of their fight and they're like, no, they're right. No, they're right. Like, look at it from this way. And it's like, they're both both right, right. but they're both wrong. Right. They both. I think the point of it is supposed to be that they both have their own struggles. And they don't really get the other's struggle. If you hear that, that's our cat with the Walmart bag. (laughs) Again. Don't ask me why there's a Walmart bag on our floor. There just is. Anyway. So then... Um, oh, you go. Sorry. Are you still talking about Jonathan and Nancy? No. Okay, because I am. So when we're, like, they're in the car, but I love the transition they do here, like, the way they filmed it, because as they're driving down the road, it starts to slow down because the car comes up right parallel with them, and then we start following that car, like, backwards, and then we're in the car with Dustin. I have never noticed that. I love that Oh, I'm going to have to watch it. I've never noticed that. It's so good. Anyway, I just wanted to point out that transition and, like, the filming. It was really fun. Um, can we talk about how Dustin's mom was just like, maybe your friends forgot about you. Yeah, no, she sucks. Um, I don't know. I hate that I don't like Dustin's mom, but she just like. She hasn't given me reason to like her. Right. I'm, I just don't like, maybe it's just because Dustin's super independent and like by himself and fine. Well, clearly he had to be independent. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 
Yeah, I want to know what happened to his dad still. I'm still annoyed that I don't know what happened to his dad. Right, I hope Because in season one, he says something about his mom. He says, my mom and dad are going to kill me or something like that. And then his dad is completely gone. Do you think his dad just left? God, I hope not. I feel like they couldn't have glossed over that. Like, they would have been like, Dustin's upset because his dad left in the middle of the two seasons. You think that, but then they forgot Will's birthday and just decided that was fine decided he was a gemini because he was possessed and had two personalities as a gemini fuck everyone mm, someone's the better because i can't every time they're like oh what character are you based on your zodiac or what would you be based on your zodiac and it's always someone with a dual personality or twins and it's fucking stupid it's fucking stupid i agree anyway so yeah dustin's on his way <laughs> home and he's trying to get in contact with all of his friends and no one's answering. And let me tell you, I would um, already be thinking that they probably forgot about me and no longer care. So that was horrible. And he gets home and obviously everybody's waiting for him and trying to surprise him. Do you think that they asked Dustin's mom and she knew that they were in the house? Because they're not just in his room. They're like in the living room, too. Which I understand, but we do know that they know how to sneak in. Yeah, but that many of them sneaking in. And, like, where was she this whole time? Picking up Dustin. No, I, <laughs> I mean when they surprised him. I don't know. Probably went to her room or something. But, I mean, yeah, you think that she would come be like, oh, something's happening to my kid. So maybe she did know him. Maybe that's why he says why she says that. Mm-hmm. Although, that's not a good cover-up. Um, unless you're trying to be like, maybe they forgot and you make someone that's- really sad. You shouldn't That's do that. That's a terrible cover-up. You don't tell your kid that you think their friends forgot <laughs> You shouldn't them. do that. I'm just saying maybe that was the thought process. Anyway, so they all surprise him, and he sprays Lucas in the face with a hairspray. Which spray. is a fun callback to Steve. I know, the fair the faucet. Fair faucet. And then do they- you think, like, how did he not see the toys moving and automatically think 11? Like, as someone who thinks so logically, his it's the same thing with Dart in the second season. Like, how did he not think of the upside down? But when he sees all these toys moving, how did he not think, I have a friend with supernatural powers who does shit like this. This clearly is her. My friends might be here, or at least she has something to do with it. He just straight up thinks they're possessed. I don't think he thinks they're possessed. I think he thought something was there, but I think he was more scared of what could be there rather than like, oh, it could just be 11. First of all, because I don't think he thought his friends would scare him that way, possibly. Second of all, Eleven probably isn't allowed out much, so he probably wasn't assuming or well, expecting her to be in his house. Allowed out much. I know. You said she probably. Isn't oh, I meant she's not allowed out much, <laughs> <laughs> and so he's probably not expecting her to be in his house. Okay. And also at this point, he's probably thinking they forgot me. <laughs> so my mind would also jump to my friends don't remember who I am and I'm about to fucking die. <laughs> Just saying that's where I'd go. Right. And then they he so he tells them, first of all, Lucas and Max at the sink. It's hilarious. Oh, she shoves his face shoves under his face the under water. Uh, but Dustin tells them that he has Cerebro or that he made Cerebro. And then he says something about Susie and they're like, who's Susie? And he says, that's my girlfriend. And then they're all like freaking out because he has been trying to tell them interesting things this whole time about what he invented at camp, but all they care about is his his girlfriend. And I don't like that, but they go up to like the highest point in Hawkins with Cerebro and fucking Mike and Elle halfway there. Like, "Ah, it's curfew. I have to go home. We all know you're lying. And I just don't like it. I don't like it either. That's a very hard core my love and shipper 
<laughs> I don't like them in season three. They're just they're bad friends in season three. Yeah, they're bad friends in season three because they only care about each other. And like, it's rude. Lucas and Max were together and they stayed for quite a while. I agree. Were they together at this point? I think so. Yeah. But somehow between then and uh, when Eleven shows up at Max's house, they've broken up. At least I'm assuming no. they have. So they've just been no. together this whole time while yeah, she's being no, like, well, I dump Lucas no. all the time. She Well, yeah. She, <laughs> she said, I dump Lucas all the time. She's my favorite. But... Because clearly, like, they're as kids, they don't really have a real concept of, like, dumping someone and moving on. She's like, I'm dumping him to punish him. But, uh. Which is not okay, but also. No, it's not okay. I love her. Um, but what happens is that she, like, Levin tells her, I think, that Lucas was there with Mike. When, when Mike, like, brushes her off or whatever. Or she finds out Lucas was there and I think she gets mad at him for that. I kind of like the idea that they're still dating this whole time. I think it's funny. It's hilarious. It Especially because Lucas is like, I have to find something to apologize Because <laughs> <laughs> he probably assumes that they're broken up at this point. Probably. And he's like, oh, God, I got to do it again. I know. It's so funny it's to me. so cute. But I want to know why Cerebro doesn't work to contact Susie here, but it works later on to contact her at the end. I just think Susie was busy. <laughs> I don't think she was home. No, because she says something about how, why didn't you call all summer or whatever when he calls? Yeah, that was the only time we saw him call. I don't think he was trying to figure That's out true. Russian <laughs> plot points and also contact his girlfriend at Wait, the same time. Wait, this season only takes like place over the It's like uh, span of three a week. days. <laughs> it's not even a week. Right. It's literally like three days. It is. Wow. Okay. So maybe that's why. Yeah. Anyway, um... But I think it, he just happens to intercept a Russian transmission. Talk about ironic. Right. Right, right, right. Isn't it ironic? I want to know. No, I'm not going to ask that question. What? <laughs> I was going to say, I want to know how he got that and like, why the, like, is it the certain channel he's on? But I don't know anything about radios or channels. Or transmissions. Me either. <laughs> so I can't ask this question I without also them. know nothing about languages and would not have immediately known that that was Russian. I would have been like... Well, you can tell by like the accent. Nope. Wouldn't have been able to tell. Oh, okay. Been like, what the fuck is this? I wouldn't have recorded it because and like cared about it because I wouldn't have known what was going on. Also, you said, I want to know. And my head immediately went, can you show me? I want to know about these strangers like me. Hey, guys. um, Tarzan, the uh, the play, the musical. A fucking plus. If it's anywhere <laughs> it's around plug you. plug-in, I know, but I love it. If it's anywhere around you, you should go see it. Also, Marlon, see, and I have a standing feud on whether the Tarzan soundtrack or the Hercules soundtrack is the best Disney soundtrack. No, um, but we let's have not forget Treasure Planet. First of all. Correct. Second of all, we have this feud with Jake. We're all on the side of Tarzan. Oh, you're right. Jake's Jake on the side of Hercules. Hercules. Sorry. Jake is our brother-in-law. Married to Lindsay. Clearly. But. Okay. Still. Long-standing feud. And like, while I agree that technically Tarzan is a better soundtrack, nothing gets me going. I would like, rather watch Hercules. Nothing gets me going like Go the Distance. <laughs> oh, damn. I know. Oh. Guys, Mara plays Go the Distance far too often in the car. Listen. And Go the Distance reprise. You have to listen to both. And also, they really get me pumped. Like, I feel like I can take on anything, but I also cry the whole time. 
Um, but the other, the other like point of note in this episode is Billy. So <laughs> Billy's a lifeguard. And, um, first of all, Steve had talked about in the volume one of season four, because we've already released that episode, like how he had been a lifeguard before. Like that used to be his summer job. Mm -hmm. Why do you think he's not a lifeguard now? I cannot imagine that scooping ice cream pays better. Do we think Billy graduated with Steve or do we think he was in Nancy's year? I think he graduated with Steve. Interesting. I don't know. I've always just thought that because you don't ever well, they're not in school. It's summer. Well, that makes me think, no, he did not graduate with Steve. Yeah, I have no idea. Because to me, it's more like, I feel like being a lifeguard is a high schooler thing. Not that it is, Why? but I think back then and like all of those kids, like all of those lifeguards were in high school at the time. I think, at least in my head, it was summer. So I guess I don't really know. Right. But uh I don't know. I think maybe he just wanted to change a pace, you know? He's not that guy anymore. Right. He's not the king. At least not to them. To me, he Steve. always will be. I'm although now I'm wondering, maybe working at the mall did pay better. Because the mall was getting so much money. Like the shops there were. Maybe. Um, also I can only imagine like air conditioning. Yes, please. That's true. I could <laughs> never. Um, but can we talk about how gross it is that these moms are like like they're basically yeah. stalking him at the pool. Like they know the exact time he's gonna come out, and I hate that Karen's a part of it. But uh, me too. But she's just so miserable. With Ted. I know. This is the scene where Mara. The this past time we watched it, we've watched this uh, season a couple times. But this is the time Mara realized that Billy has his ears pierced or his ear just one pierced. <sighs> it started to break Mara down. Mara was like, mm. "I am a strict Billy sucks person, but oh my god, oh." Do I love a good pierced ear on a guy? Yes. Yes. She I does. don't know if anybody uh, watches Sabrina the Teenage Witch, like the original TV show. <laughs> um, but Harvey has, and it's not even like his ears pierced. It's more like a little further up from his normal lobes. He's got cuffs on and there is something about it that just does something to the old noodle up here. And I'm just like, yes, thank you. Let's go. So, I mean... That's pretty much like a requirement at this point. Also something I want you to know. This episode we watched when we... So we we watch uh, Kelsey Impeachake, um, also known as Kelsey Dangerous. Uh, she has a YouTube channel. She used to work for BuzzFeed. But we started watching her 100 Baby Challenge show, and now we are watching her Not So Berry Challenge. And the episode we watched, she's on the orange gen, and she gave the or her orange gen a tattoo, and it's this little <laughs> skull tattoo. And I saw it, and I was like, I hate that too. It's just so generic. And I went, really? And I said, yeah. And then later on that day, we're watching the episodes so that we started season three again, and Billy has that same skull tattoo in the exact same place. And I just want you to know how hilarious it is that I find that, and how much of a basic bitch Billy is. <laughs> So then um, at some point, and for some reason, I thought that this scene between him and Karen and him offering her swimming lessons happened way later Me too. in the show. But then I was like making this outline and I was like, wait, but he wrecks in this episode and he does that on the way to meet Karen. That's really confusing to me. Um However, I'm just saying, like my dear wife, Karen, I probably would not have been able to resist him were he up in my space like that <laughs> with that earring. I would have been like, <laughs> okay. 
But I'm glad that she didn't go. I'm glad she stuck to her morals. And also, Holly and Ted were cute. And that's the only time I've ever loved Ted. Or at least cared about him. At least a little bit. Yeah. Because Holly did. (laughs) That was it. Anyway, so then Billy's on his way to meet Karen. And he's talking to himself in the mirror. Kind of weirdly. And he wrecks and gets dragged into the little celery thingy (laughs) celery i said celery guys that's not what i meant (laughs) how many kinds of celery are there regular Regular celery celery. oh i already have that one (laughs) (laughs) jesus anyway um so then yeah that end of the um, end of the episode nope laney says no (laughs) that's not the end of the episode anyway so billy gets drugged down there first of all no sorry back up Mara went too fast. He crashes, and there's, like, snotty stuff on his car. Yeah, what's that about? It's like mucus snot crap. It's the placenta from coming out of the upside down. But it's, like, all clear. It doesn't have, like, bloody stuff in it, it looks like. But anyway, and he tries to start the car. He can't. He gets drugged down to the thing. And the Is it drug or dragged? Drag? Dragged. Drug? I think it's dragged. She drug him down. He was dragged down. She dragged him down. He was drugged down. Hmm. <laughs> this is a pickle. <laughs> anyway. um, So he's screaming and he gets pulled down. I don't. I think that's where the episode ends because the next one picks up. Him coming out. Okay. Correct so let's pick up there. The next one. Call them all rats. Which disgusting. Picks up with him getting like. Pulling him like running out basically to his car. And he's. Starts his car, that which was pretty- to him, uh, which to him, it's not suspicious that the night before it would not start for shit. Suspicious but now it to starts me. Fine. <laughs> the fuck is going on there? And he drives to like a phone booth. Oh, well, that's because he's not in the, his right mind. But his car is, has to be working, right? Yeah. But he sees upside down mind flare, Billy. Yeah, Billy. when he gets out of the phone booth. I just call them Dude, to come face to face with yourself. Ooh. Doppelgangers. Gross. Doppelgangers are, gangers are gross. But I also, would he really have recognized himself? I guess they say you won't see know yourself if you I see I just yourself. really don't believe that. I don't know. Again, it was like fucking with his mind. So, you know, you never know. But take it away, Mara. Take it away. Take it away. Take it away we now. now. Take it away. Take it away. Take it away now. I'm sorry you guys have to listen to us sing. That's just what we do. I'm sweating. Lainey's sweating over here, guys. I sweat when I drink. Me too, man. So I know we've already started episode two, but one thing that bleeds into episode two that we forgot to talk about last, like a few minutes ago was... <laughs> like a few minutes ago? <laughs> <laughs> was uh, when Hopper catches Eleven and Mike in her room, like, with the door not closed three inches? Or no, it's just that they're in there. And he finally, he's like trying to work himself up to go in and then he does... And Mike's being a little shit and Eleven is not helping. I just love that the whole plan just goes straight out the window. Listen, it's because Mike starts whispering to Eleven. I would have slapped that boy silly. And so he's driving. First of all, he says, it's your Nana. And I love Mike gets like legit concerned. He's like, my Nana was my Nana. Nana." Oh, because he goes, it's your grandma. And Mike goes, Nana. (laughs) (laughs) It's so cute. So Hopper clearly takes him home and like. You know, not a very nice way. 
And so <laughs> he just looks we, so psychotic when he's doing it. He does. He's Mike like, looks. <laughs> I like that Mike was like, "Fuck you! I'm getting out of the car. He's like, "You're a piece of shit." <laughs> um, but and so we pick up from that with Mike at home, nervous because he's this is like the first time in six months he's not gone to L's. <laughs> I don't think that's why he's nervous. He's nervous to tell her he's not coming over, which move. Right, but I think that's why that's what I meant by he's nervous about it. Oh. But she calls and she's like, "Where are you?" <laughs> and it's like, "Girl, he has other friends." <laughs> Cuz she's just like waiting outside for him. It's ridiculous. And, and like, I, Hopper doesn't even tell her. But I like that he decides to tell her it is his Nana and that like Hopper and Mike didn't have the forethought to have something actually planned out cuz it's just like <laughs> Hopper said she was okay, and he was like, she took a turn for the... First of all, no. Karen, doesn't Karen tell him no. she's on the phone? Yes, Karen says, Mike, it's for you, because this is where they're yelling, and you were like, this is a total mom and Mara moment. And <laughs> we're just yelling at each other from across the from across the house. But yeah, she like... So Eleven gets on the phone, and he's saying this stuff, and she goes, do you lie? And that accusation is so funny to me. I just like the way she says it, but then, yeah, Mike's talking about Nana over there, and Karen's like, did Nana call? <laughs> First of all, Karen, if Nana's in the hospital, why was she calling? Where's Grandpa? Shouldn't he be calling? Well, we don't know that Grandpa's still alive. Right, and do they only have one Nana? Now we're getting into the semantics of how does their family work. Anyway, Mara <laughs> needs to see a family tree. Thank you. Of all characters <laughs> ever. Anyway, uh, what was I going to say? I don't know. Um, either really. Apparently. Um, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. That's the way. Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. I like it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Anyway, did she talk about how Karen freaks out and was like, what's wrong with Nana? We literally just had that conversation. (laughs) So that this wouldn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, and okay, so Nancy and Jonathan don't really do much in this episode, but guys, has anyone seen the meme thing that I don't know who made it? I've just seen it on Pinterest of Dustin, not Dustin, Lucas. Kicking in the classroom for season two. <laughs> and it says, Nancy, anytime Jonathan is developing photos. <laughs> like, you just have to know, and Jonathan said, because he's in love with her, he's like, this is the rest of my life. <laughs> I will never get life. a decent picture developed. <laughs> he might be thinking that, but also for me, I'd be like, oh my God, one more right. time. And I don't know if I can keep you around. Right. But back to the Mike L thing. Um, Hopper goes to tell Joyce because... Elle didn't, you know, Mike didn't come over. So he goes to tell Joyce that Mike didn't come over. And she's like, oh, it worked. And he's like, it was so good. So good. And he's like feeling himself. And it's uh, like, yeah, you. Bum, he has bum, bum, bum. no inkling that he I fucked up. You. Mara. <laughs> Guys, I should not have given. <laughs> no. Oh, no. I need your notes. <laughs> okay. Here You're my- not- <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> everything we do is a mess what are you talking about i like that he has no notion of the fact that he like did not do anything right i swear (laughs) but that he tries to set up a date with her and it's the second time (laughs) i tried to say a hopper but (laughs) (laughs) he tried to set up a hopper with choice (laughs) well he did try to set up a hopper with choice they did set up a hopper his name is jonathan Anyway. Till the day I die, guys. <laughs> anyway, um, and it's the second time because in the first episode he says it, and she's like, "No, no, 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 I'm busy or whatever." So then he tells her 
this time he's like, it's not a date. And she's like, why would it be a date? He's like, exactly. That's what I said. It's not a date. And then they're figuring out when to do it. And she's like, well, the kids, whatever. And she just completely. She gets distracted by the magnets. Oh, yeah. Because she says, this is weird. This happened at my house. And he kind of blows her off. And he's like, what the fuck? I gotta go. Oh, and then, like, they get, he gets a call and he has to go stop the protesters outside of Mayor Klein's. Yeah, fuck that. Right? That guy. I think so. Or is that in the first episode? No. Because he buys a shirt. Right? I need everybody to know that, um, Mayor Klein is a sore spot for me because I can't stand that man with every fiber of my being. Oh, yeah, you said Cariola's. And, um, I very much so would not have been angry, uh, had hopper chosen to actually cut his finger off with the cigar cutter except that i would have had to have watched it oh my god no, 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 no. but um the guy who plays him carrie l was i'm sure most people probably know that he's wesley from the princess bride which is the least of my concerns but <laughs> he also is the voice of garrett and quest for camelot who that movie and that man have lived with me my whole life in my little brain and my little baby tiny child heart and I just love him so much. Anyway. Um, and Elle goes to Max. And Max looks so confused. And because we finally this is get where you the find best out. friendship I've always wanted. Yeah, because this is where you find out that they weren't really friends. <laughs> Max is like, <laughs> Max was terrified. Hi? Like, oh, God. And Eleven, I love, like, it just shows how little kids really are. And how real friendships grow. Like, they're just instantly friends. They just start hanging out. And Max takes her to the mall. And she's never been. And her shopping, it's like, she has never gotten to pick out anything. She has no idea. And it's just so exciting for her to finally be like, I like this. This is what I want. I spent a lot of watching it this this season this last time going, man, up until like a few months ago, she has not stepped foot in society as like a person. Like, she's always kind of had to hide when she's out in the world. And she's always doing something kind of dangerous and, like, life-threatening. But this was the probably the first time that she got to go out and be around people and have fun and really accept that she is a person and not just someone who is there. And she got to try on a bunch of clothes and kind of bully Stacy because Stacy deserves it after what she did to my son, Dustin, last year. Yeah, Stacy's no better than Angela. I just... I love every second of the mall sequence. What song is it set to? I, uh, Material Girl. It is Material Girl because everybody wanted it to be girls just want to have fun, but they ended up picking Material Girl. Yeah. But I wonder if that's because they already did Time After Time by Cindy Lauper. Who cares? Anyway, I mean, I don't care. But, uh, I do the, the little photo thing where they take, they'd get dressed up and like all that satin stuff. They take pictures. Can we bring those back? First of all glamour shots also me you and Lindsay really should do that this year for everybody's christmas presents because it's hilarious second of all you know what's in the new sims high school expansion pack a photo booth you're kidding me dead serious i saw it and i went lady's gonna lose her mind when does this come out i don't know oh my god i can't wait uh also at the mall robin and is like telling the boys that she wants to help crack the code because dustin is telling musical genius because Dustin's telling Steve all about, like, Susie, and Steve just does not look like he believes him. But the look on his face when he sees Dustin for the first, the first time this time. summer is so cute. And Rob is like, how many children are you friends and with? And then he's like, see, this is what I deal with. And it's, But it's just so funny because in season two, you don't 
we have to assume that like Dustin and Steve don't really know each other. Mm-hmm. Dustin's just kind of like, I need your help because no one else is answering me and you know what's going on and I don't have to explain it to you. And here's what's like, this is it. And obviously they kind of like, I'm assuming that Dustin just kind of annoyed him into being his brother. <laughs> and that's why he takes him to the snowball and everything. But at this point they've spent a few months. Hang- they have to have spent a few months hanging out and like, being friends and being chummy because Steve was sad that Dustin was gone and he was so excited that Dustin was back. I know it's so sweet. And then Dustin was like, none of the others wanted to hang out with me. And Steve's like, what the fuck? What are you doing to my child? And I was like, yes, you get it. I know. I love it. He's my I husband. Dustin's our child. Um, But Dustin tells him about the Russian transmission and I almost called her Maya, which is like her real name. But Robin yes. butts in and she's like, no, no, no. I'm tired of doing ice cream. I, I speak six languages. It's her theme song. And she doesn't know Russian, but whatever. Apparently her ears are little geniuses and they can. I wish mine were. Russian. I'm so bad at languages. Um. And the, the, do they crack the code in this episode? Mm, I don't no. know. But don't they find. Oh, the music. they get the whole code. So, yes, they crack the code because the end of the episode is Steve hearing the Indiana flyer and right. putting the quarters in. Um, which is honestly, it just goes to show that Steve is not dumb. He's not. I know that he's supposed to be like the dumb pretty boy. Well, it took Robin way dumb. longer to figure out what he was talking about. So clearly this is a moment where Steve has the brain. <laughs> yeah, we saw this thing where I saw this thing on Tumblr. I didn't save it so i don't know who said it and i didn't tell mara i'll try and find it and reblog it it's um, fine. that there are times when steve and robin are with like nancy or the other teens and they just sound so dumb and then there are times when steve and robin are with the kids and they sound so smart and they said this is the epitome of these two share a brain cell and they have to like switch back and forth or whatever I think you explained it a little wrong. I did. Hold on. Let me see if I have it. This is not my phone. <laughs> <laughs> what it, I think what it was was that there are times when they're hanging out when, when they're with someone or when like they're with the teens and Robin sounds really smart. But then there are times when they're with the kids and oh, yeah. Steve sounds smart because it's their sharing brain cell. Although I'm thinking of all the other times that Robin's with the teens which, albeit, isn't a whole lot, but still. And she kind of sounds dumb. (laughs) Not dumb so much as, like... She just... She has the gay panic at all times. All times. (laughs) Um, But I just think that it's adorable that, A, that Steve picked up on that and no one else did. I just like when we show... Steve's one that I feel like he is the only character that grows (laughs) throughout the season. I agree. Which is hilarious because he was supposed to be killed off in season one. And clearly they like Joe Curie so much that they kept him. And the, I love that they did. And I think it added so much to their show. And he's like the fan favorite. But then it's like they put all their eggs in that basket. <laughs> and they were like, fuck the other baskets. Set them on fire. <laughs> Set them on fire. Start with Wills. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> You're sorry. right. But still. I know. <laughs> um, <clears throat> this random ass note you just put in here. What does it say? Honestly, I know basically next to nothing about the Mind Flayer plot of this season. I'm just now realizing that. <laughs> in, the middle, in the middle of the Mayor Klein and Joyce going to Mr. Clark's. 
Oh, because I was confused by the electromagnetic fields and how the mayor was working with Russia to open the gate and how the mind flayer figured into everything and also how, like, I don't understand what he was building and I don't understand why he was taking people. Right. I I don't know. I don't, I don't understand the mind flare, guys, no. which is probably good, but I don't know. And then we're in episode three, which is the case of the missing lifeguard. A Nancy um, Drew mystery. <laughs> I hate it. I like, like, it's adorable to call Nancy Nancy Drew because she acts that way. And it would be nice if her friends had said something like that. But the fact that these pigs Me. said something bozos. like that. Bozos. <laughs> said, beat it, bozo. <laughs> no, she, she did, did not. <laughs> Anyway, um, the fact that these pigs are the ones that said it, I hate that I can't like I it. I feel like I can't actually use it and like no. think it's adorable. Because it makes me feel bad. Same. But uh, it, so it's the same day because Max and Eleven are in Eleven's room and Hopper comes home and he freaks out because Joyce has just stood him up with the oh. Chianti. The Chianti that he's, Chianti that he's taken because the guy's like, you can't leave the premises with alcohol. And he's like, I'm the chief of police. I do what I want. I'm punk rock. I'm the <laughs> chief of so police. Funny. Who's going to say anything? <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Uh, anyway, <laughs> he gets home and he's flipped out because Joyce has stood him up. And that has to suck. It does. But also he maybe shouldn't have reacted that way. Oh, no, not in the slightest but also, I feel like you would react in the same way. Oh, 100%. But I have an um, anger issue. Because Joyce went to Mr. Clark's. But anyway, so he walks into his house and the door is closed and he hears music and he is convinced that Mike is there. And he opens the door. And he's, I said three inches. And then it's just these two little girls on the floor. And, and he he's looks like, down like. It's absolute dad panic. <laughs> oh, my God. What's happening? Oh, my God. So There's another one of them. What's happening? <laughs> they multiply. <laughs> they multiply. They're like the. Oh, what are they called? Gremlins. I just um. forgot the word gremlins. <laughs> Mars had one drink. One drink. And I have not stood up since I had, like, drowned that drink in five seconds. Drowned that drink? <laughs> Down that drink in five seconds. So I know I'm going to stand up and it's going to go whoosh, whoosh to my knees. Uh, Mars got weak knees. Um, <laughs> she doesn't get weak in the knees. She has weak knees. They're bad. They're not good. They're not good knees. And then Max, like, just, <laughs> geez, don't you not? Max is honestly just as snarky with Hopper and as Mike is. <laughs> I, She is. M- Mike and Max are just snarky to everyone, and I love that it's not, like, who they're snarky to. Mike and Max Actually, are the same person. Scratch and that. And they hate that. Mike and Max are both scared to be snarky to Eleven. <laughs> Fact. Because <laughs> they both just want to be loved by her. Fact. But I love that Eleven, like, picks up and goes, yeah, jeez. Yeah, geez. I love throughout the show through like season two, three, and from what we've seen of four, she like she hears people say things or do things, and she'll like mimic it or she'll pick it up, and you'll see her use it later on. And the first time she does it, she's always a little hesitant or it's always a little awkward, like she's like trying out something new. That's <laughs> how like, babies talk. I know, I'm so sad. I love it. Uh, but I love that they just have like this girl time and they're like r- like dancing around singing in her room and like they're playing like normal kid games and then Eleven uses her powers to spy on people, which is not okay. That's one of the things I don't like is when they're spying on Mike and Lucas. I agree. And it's- clearly it's funny. It just comes out at a very tense bad time later on. You're not, you shouldn't use your powers for that. But no. also like I'd rather her use her powers for fun things like that than like saving the world. 
Right. Like, I'd rather her not carry that weight on her shoulders. <laughs> right. Um, and then they look. I love that they put Ted on the board. And then they're like, ew. No, they're <laughs> like, boring. boring. Um, Agreed. <laughs> he'll just be asleep in his lazy boy. Right. And they go to Billy. If and I were Max, I straight up would have been like, nah, I ain't doing that. I don't want to see more of him right, than I have to. Right, he caused her so much trauma. Like, you wouldn't, you would just want to forget about him. And However, he, he might also be the most intriguing option. That's true. I would have spied on Mr. Clark. I know he was on the totally board and I would have done Mr. it. Clark. Anyway. <laughs> 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 I don't Do you think she ever goes into her mind space and tries to find Collie? No, I think she wants to forget about Kali. Interesting. I think we all want so actually the duffers. they. Yeah, it's like the buyer's dog. <laughs> That's never what someone happened. said on Tumblr. <laughs> never happened. Um, they got a tie. Clearly, it's too late to tie the dog up. Uh, like the storyline of the dog. That sounded terrible. But like it's we got to We got to tie Kali in. Um, and she sees Heather and they're in like the, the 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 one place. What is it called? It's a like a factory <laughs> silo. I was looking for the real name. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, but they're there, and he's basically feeding her to the mind. Flare. Can we talk about how the mind flayer like puts something over your face and like sucks your insides out through no, your face? No, I'd actually rather not talk about it that. It really grosses me out. It looks exactly out. like what happened to Will in season one. Except that that was in his mouth. You are correct. This just like covers all of their orifices on their face. That's disgusting. I know. Also, I get really scared when Heather's down there. It makes me. Well, it's terrifying because it does give off. Very sick and uncomfy. Very uncomfy vibes. And I don't like that. Um, I think it's actually, they probably should have put some sort of warning for that at the beginning of it. I agree. And Billy turns around and sees like a glimmer of 11 and it's terrifying because like. Should he or the Mind Flayer be able to see her there if she's, like, in the in-between kind of thing? It's a good question. Right. Like, I've never understood why he can see her there. And clearly, as we know, it's not Billy. It's the Mind Flayer controlling Billy that sees her. But, oh, my gosh. Marta said Billy and Heather. Those are our parents' names. They are our parents' names. <laughs> they are. Will is finally standing up for himself because he's a precious bee now. Oh, Oh. oh, when he puts up, sets up the whole campaign while Lucas and Mike just fucking sleep. And right. he's like, listen, I like that they ra- the three boys randomly had a sleepover like in their clothes. Um, I don't think Will slept. Probably not. But also, I hate that like they just this whole season, they basically ignore Dustin. It's like Dustin's no longer part of the group, which is part of what he was scared of in season two. When Max comes in, he's like, you can kick me out of our group. I right. get it. Well, and also, I mean. And I want to say, like, no one cares, but Will cares to some extent because he even says, he's like, Dustin's not even here. Like, what are you guys doing to fix that? Like, we That's true. already have alienated one of our friends, but I don't think they can get a hold of him either as part of the problem. But I always feel so bad for Will because just, like, it's the beginning of us forgetting about him. And they almost force us to forget about him by being like, here's Will wanting to do all this stuff, but no one else wants to do it. So I'm going to make you forget that Will wants to do anything ever. And I just want someone to play D&D with him. I don't even think for him it has to be in D&D. He just wants to spend he time just, with his friends like they used to. He never, because in season two, it was all, he his, his main goal was to get back to like his life and he didn't get it. And now that it's season three and they both have girlfriends and Dustin was away at camp, 
none of them are hanging out and it's like he never got to adjust back to real life after being in the upside down he's never gotten his friends back yeah and that's so sad i know i hate that poor baby also we totally forgot to talk about the funniest line ever when max and 11 run into the boys at the mall and mike's like and it's hard because I only I have, have like three dollars and fifty cents, which is a mood. Such I a have mood. less than that. I have less <laughs> money than Mike Wheeler right now, and that's not even a lie. Do you know how much I wish that were a lie? No, I have like a dollar <laughs> fifteen cents on it. Let me see my phone. I'll check my bank account. But Joyce goes to Hopper's house. Actually, what happens first is that Mike and Will. Well, Will tries to run away and Mike's like, no, come back. Oh, because they play the game. But then they're like, oh, here's how we can quickly end it. And then and the phone rings and then the phone rings and they freak out about that. It's and rightfully right. so, Will's like, I ain't putting up with this shit anymore. And he tries to run away. And Mike's like, no, come on, come on. It was a cool campaign. We just we're not kids anymore. What do you think? We we're just going to sit in my basement and play D&D for the rest of our lives and not get girlfriends. And Will's like, yeah, I did. Then Mike says, you know, the penultimate line of just because you don't like girls. And it's like, Mike, you can't just say things like that. It's so hard. I don't. I don't think that's why he. That's not what he meant. Mike clearly does not want to hurt Will. But as Will, who is probably in the area of dealing with that or just figuring out that that's especially seeing for him. You can't say shit like that. And I think that because Mike has some sort of dawning realization whether it's that or not whether it's that or just the fact that he knows he really upset will i don't know but i feel like if he meant it in any sort of way it was just because you don't have a girlfriend and you're not interested in that right now i shouldn't be penalized for it which no one's trying to penalize you for it will's just saying don't spend every day for six months with your girlfriend (laughs) so joyce goes to hopper's house and hopper first wakes up this morning obviously hungover <laughs> and he goes to the fridge and l left him a little note that said gone to max's for a sleepover oh it's so, so cute, cute a that she wrote a note because that's just adorable and two that her and max were like let's go have a sleep but well i mean they went to go do you know yeah but they were having another sleepover intense stuff but Hold they on. did a little sleepover um i like that he like kind of looks at it and smiles like he's like he's My clearly happy for her that she has some sort of normalcy and she has other friends which is so sweet um and then joyce barrels into his house what's new and he is pissed and then she's talking about magnets of mr clark and he scott she keeps calling him scott and he's like that's his name who the fuck is scott and this part is just so sad and then he tells her that like she stood him up on a date and it's like Bruh. sir you said it wasn't a date and i know we were right. supposed to read between the lines and the rest of us did however I don't think that probably would have changed Joyce's mind. I don't think it would have. I don't think she would have obsessed so much over the Magnus if she had not been ready to. Or if she had been ready to admit that she likes Topper. But this has not been that long since Bob died. No, it's been like six months. And like she's still having flashbacks when she in the first episode when she sat down on her couch to eat dinner because the boys were gone. She was clearly happy that they were out doing normal things. But But then she she turns on the show and then she's sad because she's having a flashback of the two of them hanging out. And it was like. That was what was supposed to be happening right now when my kids are off with their friends and I don't have it. I just think that Hopper maybe should have waited a little more, a little longer, but 
you know <laughs> there's this trend going on right now that's like he's a 10 or she's a 10 but and then it's like the red flag or the weird thing they do and i saw someone do it with lord of the ring characters and um uh, samwise gamgee popped up and they were like he's a 10 but no he's just a 10 and i was like you yeah. are correct thank yeah. you <laughs> samwise gamgee is life and she goes out to his shed to get his flashlight and what is it a crowbar no it's the like the little clippers oh uh, yeah like hedge trimmers or whatever hedge trimmers definitely would not cut through a lock those things are yes they would mm, no yes absolutely <laughs> yes, they're they- wire cutters no nope. like giant wire cutters hedge trimmers. absolutely not. <laughs> anyway. someone settled this debate so she convinces him to take her to the lab and he starts to soften up at the lab like he sees that like because he talks about how you don't think I've been watching and you don't think like it stuck with me too. And clearly it did because it affected both of their kids. But you see him start to soften up because he's like, she's just freaking out. It's not that she wanted to stand me up. She just can't. Yeah. But. And then he admits to her that he knows that she's trying to move. Yeah. And he's like, I just want you and your family to feel like you can still live here. I want you to feel safe. And I'm like. He says, I f- want you to feel like you. this can still be your home. i love him mostly because like he's probably thinking what do i do if you leave like right you know he's thinking i have the daughter not that like he's trying to (laughs) collect people (laughs) but he's like i have a kid i have someone who i really love and that i can connect with and then russian arnold schwarzenegger shows up (laughs) russian arnie and i want to know why he's there I don't know. What did he follow them or was he already there? Right. Like why was because uh, they don't the lab doesn't come into play anymore. Do you think he lives there because he has to stay hidden? No. I don't know. I How just, did he get in? Bolt cutters. Dang. <laughs> I just got <laughs> I suddenly remembered the word. I hate you. Hedge trimmers are sharp though. I anyway. mean I'm aware. I'm just saying they're you not going to cut through head a off lo- with that. But they're not going to cut through a lock. If they can cut through your bone, they can cut through a lock. Absolutely not. Bone is way... You can break a bone. You can't break a lock. That's not true. You can't, like, break a lock in half. Unless you're the Hulk. Shut the fuck No, absolutely not. I'm right. Yeah, Hulk doesn't really break things. He smashes things. Hulk, Hulk smash! smash. <laughs> anyway... Uh, and like beats the shit out of Hopper out of nowhere. Do you think maybe, I don't even know, like maybe he was just there to keep tabs on the sheriff and like them going back to the lab meant that they were suspicious of something. But like he was clearly there because he made a noise. So he had to, I don't know what the fuck he was doing there. I don't know, but. And he like could have totally gotten away with it and just acted like he wasn't there and Hopper could have walked out. If it weren't for your men and kids. He outed himself. Like they could, they would have just gone home and like, okay, it was actually nothing, you know, it was probably like some sort of small animal and gone home and no one would have ever known. Right. Like boy has some muscles but he well, don't have the brain and then they wouldn't be like running off trying to find the russians that's what i'm saying that's, that's yeah what I, just <laughs> I get that i was just like formalizing it formalizing is um, not a word it's not and max and 11 go and check on billy and by check on billy we mean they, they go they don't check on yes they do they go to the they go to pool first no they go to billy's house first Okay, and that's well, where that's they find Max's the house. Yes, Max's house. And then they find the ice and the thing. And, and poor the fanny Max pack and the whistle with the blood. Is just trying to explain everything away. 
she doesn't want it to be the worst. And then they go to the pool and they do the shower thing. I like that scene where Max is just turning on all the showers and stuff. Okay, no, hold on. I'm sorry. These fucking coats, they look like straight up ketchup and mustard. (laughs) That's what they called themselves. Sadie Sink and Millie Bobby Brown called themselves ketchup and mustard. I hate it. I love it. I hate it so much. I love them so much. Um, I think we should get some. No. You want a yellow rain slicker, so why can't I just get a red one? Okay, fine. That's fine. Thank you. I don't like the word slicker. Well, that's what it's called. (laughs) Anyway. uh, And they find Heather and she's like in a bathtub, which clearly it seems to me like Billy was doing the same thing to her that he was doing to him, trying to bring the temperature down type of thing, trying to keep cold. But she's like screaming. But Heather's taken by the mind flare. So when she's in this in-between, is Heather like stuck in her in-between? And if so, why wasn't Billy stuck in his in-between when he first saw her when he was possessed by the mind flare? I have questions about interdimensional travel. I need someone to answer. No, I have such a headache all of a sudden. Exactly. So they go to Heather's house because she saw a red door. And they go to Heather's house and they just fucking walk in. Sick neck deep reference. Oh, I love that song. They just walk in. Yep, to the right. Not a care in the world. Billy's being all weird. And I like that he's... (laughs) He's like a weird southern the gentleman. Heather's parents aren't that weirded out by the fact that, that these Billy's two weird? girls oh. just came into their house. Well, I feel like what's his name is? Troy? Toby? Tom? Tom. Tom. <laughs> Mars said I would go through every name starting with I T. I almost said Tony, so I mean, we were there. But no, Tom, he seems a little like annoyed, mostly that they're getting his carpet wet. Right. While like, the not mom even is like, there. oh, little girls need to be taken care of. I mostly would be weirded out with how Billy's acting. Uh, I don't right. care if I know you or not. That's fucking weird. Don't act that way. Right. Get out of my house. Now I want chocolate chip cookies. And clearly they drugged the mom. Was it in the cookies? No, it was in the wine. Was it in the wine? They okay. hadn't even had the cookies yet. Heather brings them out. Oh, yeah. In the middle of that scene. And Tom's uh, yeah. going, I told you not to drink so much. And it's like, wow, you're exactly like this to all women, aren't you? I hate you, yeah, you scum. And, and then he pretends to be, like, scared for her when she dies. <laughs> My wife. It's like, you don't get the fucking act that way. Right. Um, and they, Heather, like, bashes his face in Ooh. with that wine bottle. <laughs> this scene is horrible. I do not like this scene. Because, like, the last things they see are their kid going again, like, doing that Murdering to them. them. And, like, there's no reason as to why she's never acted this way before. Oh, and then they tie them up in the basement of that weird cellar thing. I hate it. I can't stand it. It's disgusting. Um, and Nancy has... Little Nina B. Nina B. Takes the phone call about, uh... Mrs. Driscoll. Mrs. Driscoll. And she goes into the room. But it's Driscoll like the pineapple. Okay. And they all make fun of her. I don't really... I don't have anything to note here. Okay. Other than that this woman says that she's like 80 something. She does not look 80. She looks like maybe early to late 60s. Um, So 60s. And Dustin... (laughs) Dustin's... Justin and Steve don't know how, (laughs) don't know what Russians look like, apparently, or they think all Russians look the same. But then you get to the Russian prison in volume one. None of them look like that. Maybe it's because they're dirty. It probably has a lot to do with the fact that you can barely see their faces because they're so bundled up. That might also be true. Um, But yeah, no, that. And Robin cracks the code a second time, which, okay. So she sees the silver cat and she sees blue meets wellow in the West. Blue meets wellow. (laughs) Oh no! <laughs> Blue meets yellow in the west. 
And then a trip to China sounds nice if you tread lightly. I don't understand why we care about that. Like, where does it technically lead to? It doesn't lead to anything. So there is one guy who brings boxes for each of those stores in on one rolly cart. Mm. And he is the one that is dropping. That's like he's dropping something off. I don't fucking know. He's doing something. He's just getting. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know the purpose of it, but that's the code. I just think the code's weird. Like, why do they have that code? Nothing makes sense in this season. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. It's like all half thought. Actually, ironically, the only thing that makes sense to me is Joyce and Hopper's plotline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other than which, how we I got still to this hate point. that she obsesses over the freaking magnets. I know you do, but I think that's Joyce. She yeah. needs something to obsess over. Um, and then Will tears down Castle Byers in the most heartbreaking scene so in the entire sad. world. I like that they did the representation of he tore it down in the rain, just like how him and Jonathan put it up, but. I hate those moments when you do something out of anger, you ruin something that like you really like and you spent time on or that you love because you're angry and you don't want, you want everything to be miserable. So then you do that. But then there's like immediate regret of, I can't get that back now. Right. I have done this one too many times by throwing my phone and I start crying and it's not good, but I hate watching him go through that. Right. My poor little baby bean. But also like it would have had to have come down anyway if they're moving. So right um and then we're in episode four the sauna test Oh, because he feels the chills yeah and he then he has the to thing. get everybody together and he gets everyone together except for dustin because they still can't get dustin they can't get a hold of him because, because he's <clears throat> tracking down some russians right and they so they're in the wheeler's basement the armpit of the world <laughs> <laughs> the armpit that is mike wheeler's basement and they talk about the fact that the mind flare is still there and they're talking about how Billy's been weird and they're kind of starting to put stuff together. And which is always one of my favorite moments when everybody comes together and starts piecing it all into one thing. It doesn't happen so much in the season, unfortunately, because like Joyce and Ho- I mean, I guess it does, but not until like most of the climactic stuff has already happened. Right. And, um, and then everybody splits up again. Well, I guess that happens in every season. You know what I mean, though. Mm-hmm. And Nancy and Jonathan go back to Mrs. Driscoll's. And she's clearly eating fertilizer. She gets taken away. And then they get fired. And Tom, how does no one think something's wrong with Tom? Also, this is when Mar and I found out that uh, Hippola was not a thing until 96. <laughs> he was like, did you know she's a paranoid schizophrenic? And Lainey was like, cops can't tell you that. And me, who works in the medical field, sort of, went, you know what? That's fucking right. HIPAA violation. <laughs> Slap a lawsuit on that guy's ass. And then I had to Google it and was like, ah, nah, man. Um, out of us two, I'm the only one that was born before HIPAAs. HIPAA laws? HIPAA laws? Um, but they get fired and it's like Jonathan's worst nightmare come true. And but no one and Nancy start thinks that anything's wrong with Tom when he has like this bandage on his head. He's, he's sweating, sweating profusely. And he looks gross. And, yeah, he looks like he's dying. I'd be like, like, sir, I think you need to take a day these off. These people look like they're rotting from the inside out. That's disgusting. Why would I you know, say that to me? Because that's what it looks like. Um, and they end up at the hospital, which we'll get to because all the kids go to the hospital. Well, they go to the hospital and then they leave again. I was confused by this, too, when I was looking up the Oh, because they go back and take it to the her house and the rat has is gone. Yeah. Because it exploded. 
And they meet up with the kids at this mm-hmm. point, and then they all go back. Yes, because the kids and those two tell each other what's going on. Oh, and because Nancy's like, I have to talk to your brother. That's what she tells Jonathan. Yeah. She, they leave, and she's like, I have to talk to... Or she... Because she's not... She's the only one at the hospital at this time. Mm-hmm. Jonathan's not there. Oh, because she has because that moment fought. with Karen where Karen's like, no, you oh. go back. You yeah. figure it out. Like, they're always going to tell you that. And Karen, like, basically says, I had big dreams. And she tells Nancy, you must get, like, your tenacity or whatever from your father. And she says, no, I got it from you. No, no, no. She said, I don't know where you get that from. And Nancy goes, dad. (laughs) But, like, in all seriousness, and Karen's like, the fuck? And then Nancy's like, I get it from you. And, oh, just, I love Karen anyway. But then to see that touching moment between Karen and Nancy, I love it so much. I like that it gives us more insight into, like, who Karen was probably as, like, a kid. Right, and how she is as a parent. We've always seen this side of Karen, but everybody thinks it doesn't exist, and it does. So then Nancy goes back to Mrs. Driscoll, finds out that she's eating the fertilizer, or no. (laughs) She's like, wait, no. She looks at her chart. She's not a paranoid schizophrenic. That's true. She goes to the hospital alone, finds out that she's not a paranoid schizophrenic, calls Jonathan, and is like, no, I actually need to talk to your brother, though. Yeah. And that's when everybody gets together and then they go back to the hospital. Yeah. And they um, lie and say that they're family. And Lucas is like distant. Right. <laughs> because sorry, but what? What are we confused but by when now? When do they go to the sauna? That happens first. That happens while this is happening. Right? Or does it happen after the hospital? I have no idea. I think it happens after the hospital. I thought it happened before. It happens at some point. These scenes happen. We don't know how <laughs> or when. I don't know. Anyway. We watch this so often and I can never remember. But um, basically the kids lock Billy in the sauna and it's it's horrible because he, oh, he does I the whole scene. Max, no, Max, I'm scared, Max. Which Max. dead ass, that would have gotten me. Yeah. I'd and be it, like, gotta, gotta open the door, it guys. pretty much would have gotten Max. And also Mikey just thinks he's so badass because he tricks Billy into the sauna and the Billy like breaks it and gets out. In this part, Eleven has to fight Billy so hard. This is probably the hardest we've ever seen her fight, I feel like. Yeah. Like actually physically fight with someone. And the fact that all of the other kids also kind of have to put up somewhat of a fight because anytime she's down, they have to. And then she like throws him through a brick wall like how did he get up he's not alive and then she like she's sobbing and she falls back like against mike i like that he catches her though it is so sweet that he catches her that was like entirely unscripted like millie bobby brown actually just collapsed because she was so exhausted from filming it and uh, finn wolfhard was like okay i got this (laughs) it was like "Uh, there's a person here The tiny bean pole would have been funnier had he just like sidestepped, like, (laughs) (laughs) but no, but that's also like the point where like there's somewhat of an olive olive branch between them. I know, so I think it worked really well. And just like, uh, I know that we're fighting, but at the end of the day, I'm here for you, right? And back at the hospital, freaking Tom and knockoff Owen Wilson, Uh, not knockoff Owen Wilson, no, 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 he's knockoff Chip Gaines. You're right. I always think it's Chip Gaines. I know I've seen the guy somewhere and I haven't ever before in my life because I just am thinking of Chip Gaines. They're like randomly at the hospital. At the hospital. (laughs) Well, clearly because Mrs. Driscoll ran away. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that And 
I want to know how Jonathan did not end up paralyzed by getting beaten with this metal stool so hard in the back that like he's like dragging himself on the floor. That part makes me so uncomfy. I don't like that and scene. Then, I don't like the hospital scene. I don't like, like a lot of this season. He, the one guy picks up the scissors and I was like, yeah, Jonathan's going to die. He's going to stab him. And he didn't. But I think he hits him with like a fire extinguisher. Someone bashes the one guy's face in with the fire extinguisher and it's disgusting. Was it Nancy? Maybe. And he just like disintegrates. I hate the way the mind player works and that everyone like explodes and all their Ugh. goo. Yeah, they travels. don't disintegrate. They just like melt. And then she kills the other guy. How does she kill Tom? I don't know. Does she stab him? Maybe. But with what? I don't know. I don't know. Tom and Chip Gaines die. <laughs> Tom and fake Chip Gaines. They yeah, don't sorry. say Chip Gaines dies. Tom and fake Chip Gaines die. And they morph. And it becomes so much worse. <laughs> Fact. And then Nancy's like stuck by herself and it's terrifying. And then Eleven shows up and like throws the thing out the window. Yeah, I don't know. Why Why is Eleven? The sauna had to have happened before. Otherwise, Eleven wouldn't have been there. And while they're downstairs with the M&Ms because Lucas and Max are like playing around. And Mike's like, you want some M&Ms? And she's like, okay. And they make up. And then they're like complaining about the time and all this stuff starts happening and then will gets the tingly yeah the tingly and they're like oh god okay we figured it out guys we, we got there. we found our way back we got there <laughs> um and meanwhile scoops troop at erica to their thing and i just, because dustin can't fit through the this, little vent thing by himself so they need erica to do it this scene bothers me i love erica to bits and pieces you can't spell America without uh, Erica. Erica. But. I love her. She's such a little shit. Fact. <laughs> I could not. I could not handle her. I could not be. I could not. Nope. And then they get stuck. Like she makes it through and there's an elevator and they get stuck in the elevator. Um, It's a giant elevator. I would flip my lid if I got stuck in an elevator like same. that. Even I don't care how big it is. Well, and it like flies down, which is even <laughs> scarier. <laughs> I had a nightmare. And there's about like that. the green stuff in the bottles, and Erica tries to break it and drink it, and they're all like, "What the fuck are you doing?" And Steve decides to like pee on the top <laughs> of Robin's the elevator. Robin's like, "Can you redirect your stream?" It's disgusting. It's gross. But um, yeah, I had a nightmare about falling at one point a couple days ago, and now I kind of want to throw up because I can feel my stomach dropping out of my butt. So chapter five, the flayed, and um, guys. <laughs> We done. Marna just realized all of... So the sauna test, the sauna... This is why we couldn't put it together. We did not find our way back. We were tricked. I told you. I'm easy to trick. But the sauna test happens and they throw Billy through the wall. In this episode, chapter five is when they go back to the hospital and all of that stuff happens. So pretend that we are discussing that while we're discussing the rest of the episode. Um, Sorry. <laughs> Uh, but we were with the Scoops troop and they somehow the Russians like need to get into the elevator and they're just standing there <laughs> in I... the elevator with their thumbs in the air. Like, I don't know. And the they get like, how do they escape the actual Russians, though? I don't know. Because then they end up in, like, the really long hallway. So what's going on there? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know. All I know is that this hallway is forever and a day long. And they feel like they're walking for hours because they literally are. 
I want to know how they get past the Russians. I don't know. But that's pretty much all Scoop's troop does this episode is <laughs> take a nice leisurely stroll. This is where Dustin and Erica, like, he's starting to realize that she's a nerd. Oh, the My Little Pony debate. The My Little Pony. De- I love that Dustin's not scared to admit that he loves My Little Pony. Me either. Why do he's I- a brony. Why do I? No, that's when they're trying to escape. When Steve and Robin are taken. Yeah, I don't know. We clearly know nothing. <laughs> um, and since we've already discussed the the hospital, the, the only other thing that happens here is Jopper, so Joyce and Hopper, go to a farm. And then they go in through like, oh, because they chase the, the no. Russian Schwarzenegger. No, not yet. They go to Mayor Klein's. That was in the last episode. You already talked about it. No. The cutting that the was, finger off. I mentioned that one little part because I was talking about Carrie Elwes. Okay. But they go to the, they go to Mayor Klein's and Hopper goes in to talk to him and the receptionist like picks up the phone and Joyce rips it out of her hands and she's like, who are you going to call? The police? Like, he's in there. What are you doing? So and then Hopper beats the shit out of Carrie Elwes and it stresses me out a lot. And then... This is where I get confused because it has to do with taxes and buying land and yeah, he the mayor's the doing skeevy stuff. stuff. Yeah. So then and so then they go to his house. They kidnap him. They go mm-hmm. to his house. Meanwhile, he's bleeding. And Hopper's like, it's fine. We're just going for a stroll. And they go to his house <laughs> to find the deeds. And the trophy wife comes in. That's what she is, right? And the wife comes in and is like, oh, my God, what's happening? And he's like, you need to call someone. And then they go to the farm. Yes, now we're at the farm. they get beat up, and then they kidnap Alexi. And they're stuck in the woods. Yeah, because Joyce floods the motor. And because I'm sitting there, and she's like, she keeps turning the key, and no one's telling her to stop turning the key because she's going to flood the motor. And I'm just like, girl, you're going to flood the motor. And I don't know why I know this much about cars. And they go, they walk all the way to a gas station. Meanwhile, Hopper and Joyce are fighting bickering i would and alexi is just what i would just lose my mind if i were alexi although i guess I he doesn't understand them so no but that like, would make your that would because you can pick up cues and you can feel it so it would be even worse which is probably why he runs away he doesn't run away just to get away because he was captured he runs to get away from the fighting which i don't blame and him for. they're at like a gas station and they steal the todd and they father. steal the todd father which is the best part. And they're like, let's go to Murray's because Hopper's like, I know someone. I know a guy who speaks Russian. Oh, gosh, it's hilarious. And Arnold Schwarzenegger comes in and is talking to the gas station attendant. And he's like, yeah, they did. And he like slams him on the which, fucking counter, which is terrible. What movie is it that Ansel Elgort randomly plays a gas station attendant? Because for some reason we got to the scene and I went, oh, Ansel Elgort's in this scene. Hey, Siri. Ansel Elgort, IMDb. Okay, I found this on the web. Did you just use my Siri? I did. I didn't even think about it. It worked. I'm so angry. <laughs> uh, yeah, Mara and I can use each other's series. They act all the time. Our phones know that our eyes are not correct. <laughs> Can't get into each other's phones. Um, did you? I just want his filmography. Thank you. Okay, actor. Was it Paper Towns? Uh, maybe. No, because Paper Towns came out before The Fault in Our Stars. Right? No. no. The Fault in Our Stars came out first. So, yeah. Yeah. It would have been Paper, Paper Towns. Towns. It would have had to have been Paper Towns. Yeah. So, anyway. That all happens. And now we're on chapter six. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. 
pluribus et unum? Yeah. Et pluribus unum. Okay, that's got to be Italian, Latin, right? I have, I don't know, I don't know. You took all the languages. Rude, I failed them all. <laughs> Mars' first note on it is, what the fuck does that mean? I, oh, because I wanted to Google it. You want to Google it? Google it. Um, Out of many, one. What? It means one from many was a motto proposed for the first great seal of the United States by John Adams, Benjamin Franklin, and Thomas Jefferson in 1776. A Latin phrase meaning one from many. The phrase offered a strong statement of the American determination to form a single nation from a collection of states. Well, <laughs> it's clearly referring to the fact that the mind flayer is made up of many singular yeah, individuals. Yeah, clearly. Um, but Robin and Steve get kidnapped by the Russians, which this has got to be like the funniest part of this okay, whole Okay, it's not funny season. at first because to sit there no, and watch not. Steve, who's just this kid straight out of high school and works a minimum wage job slinging ice cream to get beat up by these russian military officials and like they're literally willing to kill him just to get information and it's like watching him get up by beat up by jonathan and billy respectively sucks i don't like it but to see him strapped to a chair and getting beat up like that makes me so sick well they're like don't let no don't make us get the doctor and they're gonna like pull his fingernails out or his teeth out or something they put it on his finger that's even worse that is not worse i don't know it feels worse um and then they get (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's hilarious. And then they get uh, drugged. Yeah, I don't know how that and comes about. They think it's fucking hilarious. Because they're like, it, they call it like a truth serum. Well, yeah. And it's hilarious because they just start laughing. And this is where Robin pees herself a little bit in the scene. Not that we know uh, until Not later. that we know yet. And they <laughs> they're like, oh, oh, if we just, we could scooch over. We could scooch over. And then they oh they're not drugged yet when they do that because they do that and then they come in and then then and then they drug them and they're like i can't feel anything then they go hey assholes it didn't work and then they start kind of laughing and everything and the russians come back in to like interrogate them (gasps) and and steve's like giving away dustin's like exact location basically and then they're like who do you work for and he's like Excuse me. <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck? And Robin's like, bruh, Steve, stop. And the police chief, he's going to beat your ass. <laughs> but he's but, like so lackadaisical about it. I know. It's hilarious. The scene, it, it is really funny. And this is where you get to see the most of like Steve and Robin bonding. Yeah. Um, This is the part where Robin admits that she was obsessed with Steve. And this is. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we don't know the full story. And I remember watching the scene being like. Like, I love Robin, and I never disliked her. I did not see them together. That happens before they get high. Okay. Well, I, that's why I'm just saying this is the scene. Yes. Because I don't know the order of anything anymore, Mara. <laughs> <laughs> okay? Okay. Should probably rewatch the season now. <laughs> probably. Uh, but, yeah, she admits to Steve that she's obsessed with him and that they had a class together. And you can see Miss it on Steve's face. Yeah. You can see it on Steve's face because Dustin's been trying to say, you have the perfect girl right in front of you like, this whole Ugh. time. And Steve's like, maybe I do. Maybe I do. You know, we're in a life and death situation and we're laughing. <laughs> and that. then the Griswold family, who's not yet the Griswold family, uh, are at Hopper's cabin at this point because oh, they're trying yeah. to find Billy. And so this begins the whole sequence of Eleven, like, delving into Billy's memory. This is terrible. The beach scene is always so weird. It is really weird. It's not my favorite, but also I get it. And it's just sad to see Billy, like, 
happy and with his mom yeah. and then to find out that his mom left, Just left. Him, like what a fucking no nah, man like, I, I think get, she's worse than his dad in some ways in some ways like i get that you had to leave a terrible situation but it's not like he was only abusing you you take the kid you with take you. the kid with you like he is the number one priority right i'm people who yeah. don't think that way about their kids i don't get I, yeah, I any yeah that whole situation just pisses me off. I just hate it. It's also just really. This is the first time we've ever seen Eleven go into a memory. Same, yeah, I almost said same. <laughs> and it's weird because I didn't know she could do it. I didn't know she could do that. I don't know if she knew she could do that. That's true because she seems very confused. Oh, because, because she gets she like falls through the water and she's scared and then she yeah. lands there and she's like, "What the fuck is happening?" Yeah, and then she thinks she's back in the cabin. She runs out. She's looking for Mike and no one's there. And then but Billy the shows up. there's the ashtray with the cigarette and you can tell something's off and then Billy shows up and it's horrible. And he and he's says, like, we've, we've been, been building it for you. <laughs> it's like, what does that mean? Right. Like, what why? are you building? Uh, she doesn't want you to build. And did you get a permit? <laughs> and Mike screams at the family because she's like in the room and Max is like, she can do whatever. She knows her limits. Oh, and like, I agree. Yeah. We got to have a talk about this fight. <laughs> I agree. Max is right. She knows her limits and like, you can't tell Levin what to do. But I also agree with Mike is that she's, she will push herself too far because she cares so much and that you can't just be reckless with her. I think <laughs> this is one of those moments where it unfortunately seems I get stuck between like obviously Nancy and Max are saying so they think she's strong enough to be able to do it which like she is we all know that obviously because you just said it but it seems like Mike is the only one that cares in this moment that's like looking out for her but I know he's not but he's the only one who's looking out for her rather than being like she can she's strong she can do it he knows that she is he's never once thought she isn't he just doesn't want to lose her again and he wants to make sure that she is staying safe and okay because he knows what happens when she uses too much of her power that's what bothers me is that because max is like you don't know her better than she knows herself and he never claims to he's saying i know her better than anyone else here though and i know and i know that she will do this because she's done it time and time again and he lost her once that way. And he right. doesn't want to do he it again. He doesn't want to do it again. And then he screams that he loves her. And Nancy's face was like, oh, shit, what? <laughs> <laughs> and Lucas was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then. Look at that high-waisted man. He got feminine hips. <laughs> That's the thing I'm sensitive about. That's what I heard when you were laughing. I'm anyway. Sorry. And then. Um, Eleven comes out like literally immediately after and she's like, what's going on? And Lucas goes, family meeting. And it's so reminiscent of me calling our friend group family by accident all the time. time. (laughs) Just be in the car and everyone's arguing and I go, I hate this family. I love that you can tell that like, I like that when she comes out, she's like too scared to admit that she She hurt him. him, But we clearly know by the end of the season that she did. It just, I don't know. It tugs at me. But okay. and then the mind player is coming because because they're at like they're the 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 the, the fair <laughs> I get too excited. Oh, to watch the fireworks the and Karen's like what's Karen, his name like yeah. a twenty to get them to stop at the top. Which is so sweet. She clearly was That's trying to have like a, a fun family moment. moment and Ted is just like ruining it. He ruins everything. I know. But poor Karen deserved better. And Holly's like looking the at the trees, trees are moving. And Karen's like, bitch, what you talking about? 
and the trees are moving and the mind player's like on his way like he's like ain't nothing gonna break my stride ain't nothing, nothing gonna, gonna hold me down oh oh i've got to keep on moving that's his theme song right now and i remember thinking like get in the car and run away get in the car and run away and they don't they're like let's barricade the door and shit like guys this thing is bigger than a ferris wheel just big i guess it's not bigger than the ferris wheel i wish you would have seen it i think there's a ferris wheel in the new sims expansion pack don't talk to me i want it so bad anyway i hate this part where she fights the mind flare because a it's just terrifying they're like stuck in this house it destroys her home this is the last time she'll ever live there well and she's being like pulled between the mind flare and them. Right. It's awful. And, and then, it like bites obviously, her. It gets stuck in her leg and it's disgusting. And they're like, this part is terrifying that like she like whips that thing around and it's clearly this is like part of why in season four they're like, you've lost your powers because she this night uses it so much because it's, it's not even just like a, I can use my powers against this. It's like she's in total fight or flight mode. Yeah. And then they go to the, like, general store, and they buy a bunch of medical supplies. They don't buy anything. <laughs> they just steal it. <laughs> it's they, closed. They get a bunch of medical supplies. It's like, no one does anything wrong, and- ever. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Lucas finds the fireworks, and there's, like, a whole Coke monologue there, because Coke is superior to everything else, no, it's so not. it's fine. And she, like is kind of I feel like Mike is trying to tell her that he loves her here mm-hmm. but he doesn't know how to say it and then they end up getting interrupted oh my god at one point though Max tells Lucas and Will to like grab a bowl and all I heard was Joyce going hand me that bowl <laughs> and um <laughs> Jesus and they walk away to do something and they grab a bunch of something else and Max finds them again. And she's like, that's not a bowl. Also, they're like, where do you find a bowl at? Oh, with the cereal. Oh, my God. What? Oh, my God. Kids, no. Yeah. <laughs> you don't find the things you need to eat with the things that you're eating. That's not how that works. Separate departments, y'all. Cheesy lapeasy. Uh, I like the dust. Or Lucas is like fireworks. Lucas I keep trying to call him Dustin he's not but Lucas just always has the I'm gonna use the slingshot or the wrist rocket or I'm gonna use fireworks like he's like I will use the weirdest most impossible way ever to take this thing but it's gonna work (laughs) so then they buy they get all the fireworks and in the meantime they finally get Dustin on the walkie because the scoops troop has gone to we're in episode six, right? Yeah. Yeah. So the Scoops Troop has gotten to Back to the Future. Nope. That's in episode seven. That happens in the last episode? Nope. The episode eight is the last episode. There are eight episodes? Yes. Yes, there are. Okay. So then I think everything I'm talking about happens in episode eight. It does. So are we... Or episode seven. It does. So are we on episode seven? Um, what I miss from episode six? <laughs> A hopper calling the military them at Murray's. <laughs> They're at Murray's. I don't know what else you want from me. Okay. We'll just... Guys, I'm sorry for how much of a mess this episode is. But honestly, I don't think a single one of our episodes has has ever been, been linear. <laughs> Especially, like, there's this point where we're, like, going really strong for the first couple episodes. And then we get to the middle and it becomes absolute chaos. 
Also, also, Lainey didn't make this outline. I did. And I think that was our first mistake. Yeah, it's a little hard to follow. <laughs> I shouldn't be trusted. Uh, because it takes me forever to make an outline because I, tr- I take so much care to craft it. And I just and sit here and I'm like, like this happens. And this then, is gross. And I'm like, what's gross? It's like random notes that I'm like, I'm going to remember exactly what that means. And then obviously I don't remember anything jesus fucking and i i know there was something on my phone i dropped my phone i now have mars i know there was something on my phone that i wanted to read and i lost it anyway um the what we missed from episode six was hopper and joyce get to murray's with alexi and this is where joyce meets murray for the first time Oh, yeah. It's so strange. And Alexi is like, I wanted the cherry slurpee. This is strawberry. Okay, but and he's right. I understand he's right. <laughs> I like <laughs> that Hopper's like, I'm going to call his bluff. And then he starts driving away and everyone's like, uh, and Hopper's like, nope, nope, hold on. Because Hopper knows how people work. Like, I feel like they don't give Hopper enough credit. He's like, oh, he's like the the big burly cop guy who's in charge. And, he and they think he's just like plans. a dumb cop. He's and- not a dumb cop. He a he's the sheriff but you have to remember he used to be a detective in a big city right like, and like he you don't... knows how people work and how to put things together right i just feel like they don't people don't focus on that and i feel like they don't focus on it enough in the show in general i agree um and he calls the military the, the number that sam gave him and he's like this is golden chariot da, 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 da. and the guy's like okay and then not even a minute later, Joyce calls back. And she's like, this it's is not even 10 partner. seconds later. Wheelbarrow. <laughs> wow. That was a lot. <laughs> anyway, I got so scared I jumped. <laughs> it's like when you were, we were playing heads up the other night with mom and you were trying to tell me. What was it? I got really excited about Johnny about, Depp. Yeah. And she just got straight in my face and started screaming and I couldn't even tell. She I got said. really excited about Johnny Depp. I straight up was halfway out of the seat. I was like, she oh was. my God, I'm so scared. I, uh, and then she, and then the game stopped. But anyway, so she calls them back and then they're like, we have to go home. Um, Honestly, I would not. That man like cracks easily and I understand. Yeah. Joyce is scary. And then we're on chapter seven. Um, this is where the whole they're at the thing because something's L's leg is fucked up. Right. And um, Dustin and Erica save Steve because Steve was like, he's like, my friend Dustin Henderson's going to come in and save the day. And he does like Dustin does. And yeah. then Steve and Robin, they somehow get split up because Dustin and Erica sneak them into the movie back to the future. And but they're not there aren't seats together. And so Dustin tells Erica to watch them and while he goes and tries to walk radio the others, which they can't really hear him. I think they just kind of gather that they need to get to the mall or whatever. And then Erica, I think gets too caught up in the movie, (laughs) (laughs) which I don't blame her her for. And Dustin and Robin or Steven Robin run off because they're thirsty. So they get out to the lobby and they're like, look at all the pretty killers. It's like a kaleidoscope up in the ceiling. And they're like drinking out of the water fountain in literally the weirdest way possible, yeah. which is super funny. And then they oh, have Can to- we talk about those water fountains that used to always be in schools? Okay. How gross. The one that was in my middle school gym was literally the best water in the world. Okay. Well, the one at my school. First of all, I went to the worst middle school in the world. Fact. Second, I just remember as kids, everyone used to put like their mouth on it or like over the entire- uh, uh, uh. Anyway. we have them at work and because of covid we had to shut them off for like two straight years 
And then the direction when we were allowed to turn it back on was to run the water for five to ten minutes until it was clear again. That's disgusting. Disgusting. And, and then it, in my senior year of high school, they put in like the water bottle fillers. Oh, I forgot about those. Yeah. Was that my junior year then if you were there? No, it, been my, it wasn't my sophomore year. It had to have been my senior year. You weren't at school then. Were you? No, I had them in college. Okay. So, yeah. When I was a senior in high school, they put them in in our school. That was a game changer because I used to buy a water bottle every day at lunch. And it was expensive. Anyway. And, uh, but then the, then they get sick and they have to, you know, run to the bathroom. It's the worst scene ever. The Watching them vomit is the worst scene ever because they get kind of explicit with the vomit and I don't handle it very well. You and can still see the chunks on the toilet when they're talking. Right. It's disgusting. But I love this scene because... First of all, it's just funny. The way Robin's sitting is such a mood. And I like that they're like having this heart to heart and that Steve is like admitting to her. I like that, that he, he comes under her. the stall. Right. I like that too. It's just cute. And then Robin, you know, obviously admits that she only was obsessed with him because she was in love with what's her name? Tanya? Tammy? Tammy. Whatever her last name is. And then thus, and obviously she's terrified to admit this to Steve right? because she's probably never admitted it to anyone. And it's Steve, because the hair Harrington. Because he liked her because he was like, right. oh, she's obsessed with me. But she was like, how do I tell him without telling him? So she just chose to tell him because she thinks she can trust him and they almost died. And she was right. Because then Steve does the best thing that, well, I mean, I can't say it's the best thing. I've never been in that he situation. He just looks at her so kindly. He just, like, oh, I feel okay. like he handles it in a nice way where he doesn't say anything explicitly about that. He's just like, you've got terrible taste <laughs> in women. <laughs> and it's so it sounds funny. Sounds like a Muppet. <laughs> and then, oh, because the, the lot, it's funny because they're like, she's like, tell me a secret or, and he, he says, tell me a secret. And she's, or what? Huh. I'm You're frustrated. backtracking. I know I'm backtracking, but I just think it's funny that she's like, he asks her when's the last time she peed herself, and she says, today, but only just a little bit. It's funny to me. <laughs> and at one point, he says, don't make me laugh. My ribs are broken, I think. Or was that Hopper at some point? I thought it was Steve here. But no, I can't see Steve saying that. That's Hopper in the Russian prison in volume one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And he's with hot guy. Yeah, hot guy. Anyway. Um, and then we have the Indiana people and they're driving back and Hopper <laughs> and Joyce are just fighting. Winnie, they're all in Indiana. You know what I meant. The Griswold family. <laughs> the Griswold No. Hopper and Joyce. Oh, the birds. Anyway, so we have Hopper and Joyce and Murray and Alexi. Um, driving back to Indiana and they're like Hopper and Joyce are fighting and Murray's yelling at them to just sleep together already which neither of them have ever been called on that I don't think anyone ever put two and two together there um Callahan did that's true he said (laughs) in season one did they sleep together or something um and then Alexi says the same thing in Russian Murray and Alexi bonding in the back seat is the funniest thing it's ever. because they're in love. And they get to the the fair, and they're like, Murray and Lexi stay in the car, 
and Hopper and Joyce get stuck on the ride, and Ted and Karen. With their, that is the funniest moment, because Ted's like, I'm gonna die. Ted, Ted says there really is someone for everyone. Because <laughs> they're, like, holding hands, and, and Karen's like, huh, you're right. And it's like, Ted, how did you get Karen? Shut your mouth, Because she's not the one for you. I don't Nuh-uh. think there's anyone for you. Karen deserves better. She deserves so much better. I hate watching Hopper in, like, the funhouse. Uh, yeah, I don't like it. It's horrible. For several I don't like reasons, it. I don't like it. Um, he does kick that guy's ass though, which is cool. And so bam, Alexi and Murray are just talking, and Alexi just—he's hungry. He wants, he wants to have a, a good time. Dog. So Murray's like, "Oh yeah, let's go." You know, run through. And Alexi's like, "These games are all rigged." And Murray's like, "Yeah." And Murray said, "I'm gonna go get us a corn dog." And Mur- Alexi plays that game, and he wins. And as he's walking away, the guy shoots him, and it's just horrible and it's horrible when murray realizes and i understand that it fares everything is so packed but how do you not realize what just happened also this movie is so dumb silencers make guns quiet they do not completely silent silence a gunshot maybe it's a tv show i know but like i just need things to be a little bit more realistic i say about a tv show about interdimensional travel <laughs> oops uh-huh. yeah alexi dying still hurts I cry so bad. every time. And it's sad. Like when Joyce finds out she's sad about it and everything. It's just well, terrible. And Murray runs away because he doesn't think he's going to die. And he's trying to get help. And then they get back there. And like, it's like Alexi had to die by himself. Yeah. In a place he doesn't know. Just trying to enjoy his corn dog. He didn't even have a corn dog. <laughs> like me and just... I promptly the first time we watched this. Um. We woke up in the morning, started the show, and then watched it all the way through in one day. Or no, you came home from work because mm-hmm. I took the day off because that's what we were supposed to do. And Lainey did not. And so <laughs> I had just had COVID. Lainey, this show can't. What? Oh, you're right. I forget how long ago this show came out. <laughs> I something happened. I was gone a lot. You were just at work anyway. And you were like, I can't take her off. Anyway. And... Uh, we paused in the middle of it and we were like trying to get it done before midnight and we went and got um, some corn dogs <laughs> and it was glorious. It was great. I don't normally like corn dogs, but since the season came out, I've been obsessed with well, Sonic corn dogs. And it was 4th of July, so Sonic had 50 cent corn dogs. Yes, they did. And it was like, yeah, I can I can spend 50 cents on a corn dog. Um, anyway, uh, and so yeah, Alexi dies and then we're at chapter eight, the Battle of Starcourt. And Jonathan is cutting into Eleven's <laughs> leg. Actually, no, I'm sorry. Scoop's troop meets up with them. Because this is when Robin and Erica first really get into, like, what is going on and meet Eleven. And, like, they're like, oh, yeah, she has powers. And Steve's like, yeah, she has powers. It's a thing. Whatever. And And Robin's like, I heard. (laughs) No, wait. Eddie says that. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Anyway. And Robin's like, so Steve's like, oh, yeah, it's no big deal. She has powers, whatever. And Jonathan is cutting into Eleven's leg because the thing is in there and they're trying to get it out and they can't. And she's like, I can do it. And she pulls out and it's disgusting. And I can only imagine that A, Robin thought she was still high. (laughs) And B, B, Robin thought she had already thrown everything up, but she probably had a little left. (laughs) Um, And I hate that part. And that's gotta be kind of the end of like what kills her powers is that like she was already drained and then she had to use them like on herself which is really gross and then the adults show up and hopper and Elle reuniting is so cute and can you just imagine being him and then coming back not thinking anything is happening with your happening with your kid and then your and kid's then like your in the kid's middle of like it. cut open on the floor bleeding and you're like the fuck 
I would not. Yeah. I would yeah. not. That's pretty much uh, what Joyce goes through every season. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> I do like Jonathan, like that Jonathan took the care to like put gloves on and sterilize the knife and everything. Because I feel like a lot of times in movies and TV shows like this, they're like, we just have to get this done. And they don't think about the logistics and like how to stay self safe and healthy with it. Right. And Jonathan was out here like, no, first aid. <laughs> right. Um, what does my note say? He said, the adults show up and Hopper and Elle are so cute. I want to die. And once again, it seems that it's only Joyce and Will and Jonathan is not a part of their family. Oh, because so much of this, (laughs) of last season and this season, just feels like it's Joyce and Will. Yeah. Jonathan's not there. Jonathan occasionally has a chat with Will. And obviously in the beginning of this season, we see Jonathan and Joyce interact for like two seconds. But otherwise, Jonathan never interacts with his family and it just and like when they're all splitting up and everything and when they see each other again Joyce is like hugging Will and is like oh I'm so glad you're okay oh please be safe and Will's like worried about her and Jonathan's just like off in his own little world doesn't give a fly- flying fucking shit or yeah. they don't care about him and I, I hate it I get really annoyed about it and like none of the first of all no one questions Murray <laughs> And no one questions Robin or Erica. They're just like, we're adding people. It's fine. That's, you just, I mean, you have to expect at this point that every time you show up, there's going to be more people involved. Yeah. Well, you know. And then they officially break up into their teams and Scoop's troop goes to Cerebro. And the hottest line in the history of lines ever said. Oh, they Steve, run out and Steve sees the car. And Steve sees, the, someone sees the license plate. I think it's Robin and says the Todd father. And Steve says, Steve's her daddy now. That's not okay. It's not okay, but I could listen to that on a loop. Same, but that's still... I anyway. love it. And um, they go to Cerebro. Um, and we'll stop there. This is the part where it gets really hard to talk about everything because everything's happening at one time. Right. So they go there and then Griswold family <laughs> is supposed to be getting an anti Subaru and i'm gonna get me a subaru i don't know if anybody remembers there being a time when there were seats in the trunk of subarus and cars i do i don't because our grandma used our great grandma used to have one so i remember riding around in the trunk but in like an actual seat with the seat belt yeah and they do that in this car and i love it i just like that i have that i like that i have that memory but anyway so they all pile into the subaru and it won't start because Billy took the spark plugs. The spark plugs are gone. And so then fucking Billy shows up in his damn car. And Nancy's just like shooting at him. And Not the, yet. Not yet. Do they just run inside at this point? Yeah, because they have to get the spark plugs or the belt or whatever. I thought it was the spark plugs. From the car, the like display No, it's car. an ignition belt. Yeah. Right? I'm confused. A part to a car. At some point... They decide that they need to go inside to get this part instead. Right. And so they go in. And, and they flip the car back. Eleven up. can't use her powers. This is the first time we see Eleven has no powers. Right. Why was the car flipped? Um. Did the Mind Flayer already attack them all? No, it's from when Eleven threw the Russians when they were about to get Scoop's troop. Oh, yes. The Russians were attacking Scoop's troop. I was like, how did them all get ruined? I don't remember. Yeah. Okay. So they flipped the car. Yeah. Because of physics. <laughs> Freaking Mike's like, Freaking I Mike told Wheeler. you. It's just physics. I hate him. Oh, I love him, gosh. but I hate him. I know. And then they go 
back to the car and Jonathan puts the belt thing on there. And Nancy, instead of getting in the car and driving, it's like, hold on. And like stares down Billy's car and he starts driving at her. So she starts shooting and she's like aiming at the tires and like not at Billy. Like, okay. In my mind, I'm like, aim at Billy. And then now thinking about it, Nancy's probably like, I don't want to kill someone. (laughs) We missed a lot, didn't we? No. No? Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. The mind flare is in there by that point. Yeah, the mind flare was attacking them. And so they were all running around scared. And then they managed to escape and get outside. But only some of them. No, they all did. But then when they were trying to start the car again... Billy was coming at them again. So Steve comes in and crashes into. Oh, no, no. you're right. Mike, Max and Eleven had to run off a different way. So then the rest of the Griswold family is like mm, deuces. I do and- like that Lucas was smart and used the slingshot to like distract the mind flare because it was about to get Lucas, Max or Mike, Max and L. Yeah, he was in his noggin anyway. And so they're running off into a separate area while the rest of the Griswold family is getting into the car and starting it. And Steve, like, T-bones, Steve and Robin T-bone Billy, and then they get added to Griswold family all of a sudden, and they drive off to get the Mind Flayer away from the mall. Yeah, and the Mind Flayer's, like, following them, but then Billy goes in. Billy goes after the And, oh my gosh, this is the worst part. A, he hits Mike's head so hard against that metal thing. Oh my god, it makes me fucking sick. How did Mike not have some sort of lasting damage? Or die. Or die. And then he hurts Max, which is not out of the norm, but that sucks. And... Then he takes eleven, and he's like, he does. He's not gentle. <laughs> yeah, about he it. like beats the shit out of her basically, and then he carries her up to the center of the thing, right? And Max and Mike wake up. But while this is happening, Murray is going through the vents. Ball of eagle. Her, he's not going through the vents. Yes, he is. He does, but the three adults like have to go through the Russian thing and. They have a plan, and then Hopper's like, I didn't like that plan. I and they dress up in the literally covered in bullet holes outfit. Oh, there's like blood in and a just bullet run hole. Around. And then Murray becomes friends with one of the Russians in the little cart. I'm just saying, I could not wear the uniform knowing someone died in it. Me either. And then me. Murray's in the vents, and the other two are getting to where they need to be. They're the lovebirds. He's the bald eagle. Because they have to get the keys. And at yeah. Cerebro, Dustin finally contacts Susie. Susie because they it's the wrong number it's not the right number Murray gave them the wrong number yeah uh, for Plank's constant yeah so Dustin's like wait Susie no so he calls Susie and turn around the look most at what you see beautiful moment in cinema history <laughs> it's amazing this part is hilarious this is the season where I think Susie's cute um you literally don't like her because you're annoyed that she made them sing before they could put in Plank's constant. I don't know. Watching it again made me like her. She's adorable. But. You said that after the last time we watched it. I don't it. know. I don't know how to feel about Susie. I haven't had enough time with her. I already like so many of them. I have to stop. <laughs> That's not how that works. That is how it works for me. Oh, my gosh. With a limited amount of space. Anyway. And thus um, begins several years of Dustin being made fun of. Right. Um, <laughs> Which, like, tra- but, like, everybody's listening to it. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> Joyce and Hopper are like, oh, my fucking God. Murray's like, I fucking hate children. This is why I don't know children. Griswold family's just sitting in the Subaru. Like, what is happening right now? The other three well, have no idea what's going and on. And this is when the mind flayer turns around and they're like, oh, shit. 
like the mind because they're basically leading the mind flare away, away because right. 11 is there and they don't want a, the mind flare to get her right and billy has her up on the thing they finally get the keys the russians are coming in it's all bad or schwarzenegger's like fighting oh i hate this scene where he's fighting hopper and then hopper throws him into the thing and it's disgusting that is disgusting but also and, it makes the thing arc and so yeah. Hopper can't get back and hopper can't get back and we see 11 is about to die the mind flayer is about to get her and she's like she reminds Billy. she tells him all about the scene she saw with his mom and everything and he sacrifices himself the only good thing billy ever did he sacrifices himself and the mind flayer kills him and poor max just screams and it's so sad because even though she didn't like him that's still upsetting because that's still like you would feel somewhat responsible for well, that and we know she does yeah clearly i mean um, we've seen the traumatic outfall of what she went through because of it right and joyce has to close or has to pull the keys her and, and hopper share this look and the he's look. like i it, and they it's have a look the of, it's a look of like i love you and i know this is going to hurt but i know you know that you have to do this and i want to look at you one last time right and then she closes the gate and then, you know, all that happens and suddenly they're outside with the ambulances and stuff. And Joyce comes out in Eleven sitting and like she has Will, Will and Jonathan. No, and it's, just it's just Will. Will. You're right. <laughs> and Eleven gets up and is like looking around because she thinks Hopper because Hopper's supposed to be there. And God, that's the most heartbreaking Joyce part. just looks at her and Eleven knows. And as someone with a dead father, this so hard. was very uncalled for and very, very hurtful. Um, and I lots of things were uncalled for. That's true. The movie Onward. Fuck you, Disney. Yeah, that one sucked. And I did not. I didn't. We, do, we don't handle it well. I don't ever <laughs> handle it well. And then the end. They're all packing up the buyers, which is so bittersweet. First of all. I don't like goodbyes in general. Yeah. And then you would combine like a dead dad situation with it. Who decided to hurt me? I swear the Duffers are specifically out to get me. Um, it kind of feels like it. Also, the fact that Eleven sees that gets the letter and she's reading the letter. That's the hardest part. Because it's like a father to his daughter kind of thing. Right. Um, which it's is like a last word situation. Horrible to sit there and, and listen to. Yeah. Um, and then she tells Mike, I know what you said, and I love you, too. Well, she tells him that first, but yes. Well, yeah, sure, whatever. And Will is like, no, 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 we'll donate D&D because I don't want to play with anyone but you guys. And then they suck and go play with other people. Uh, oh, my God. Anyway. I stand and Lucas by. and Max just turn around. around. Which is so funny. Max <laughs> wasn't even there for that, but she clung on to that real she fast. Really she was like, this is fucking funny and I'm gonna joke. This part is nice because you can see them starting to be normal kids again. It's it's nice, but after watching volume one, it's sad to sit oh there and gosh. watch Max try oh. and be happy. It really is. The, <laughs> Jonathan and Nancy saying goodbye. I hate the shot of the side view of them. <laughs> it's such a tender moment, but he straight up looks like an old man frog. He looks like the sloth guy from Treasure Planet. It's hilarious. And it, that's not that Charlie Heaton looks, looks bad. That that's it's just, just that the, the angle. angle. Was <laughs> it is. Need everybody to know that. And they leave. And it's so sad. And Max and Eleven hugging. And is everybody so hugging sweet. and crying. I and I just can't handle it. And they it. drive off. And then it fucking cuts to the It doesn't Russians. cut to that. You watch all of the credits and then you see that. Yeah. Which Lainey and I forgot about. 
we've missed it like the last three times we've watched like, the show. They kidnap Hopper and then you see that they have like a demo dog and you don't see them kidnap Hopper. No, you literally don't see Hopper at all. You just oh. see that there's a Demogorgon Dem- okay. and they're like grabbing someone and they go, no, not the American. And we're led uh, to just automatically think it's Hopper. I thought we did because you see that Sam gets there, like the military gets there. No, that happens at the beginning. That happens, but that's before they go out. Guys, everything runs together. And then you see Hopper being kidnapped at the be- in volume four. We've watched so much Stranger Things lately that you're lucky I'm not talking about season fucking one right now. <laughs> we have talked about season one a little bit. So anyway. It's a thing. But. So that's, that's bad have, on that, guys. I have questions. I have. What are my questions? <laughs> I've asked all my questions because at this point Throughout. it's all season four questions. Yeah. And we're just going to have to watch volume two and I, find out. I want to know. I asked it for season two, like, what's your favorite season? I want to know, do you guys feel like Stranger Things changed a lot with season three and it didn't feel like Stranger Things? Um, I want to know how you feel about... I want to know what you thought the funniest part of season three was. What were the parts that you liked from season three? Because it's wildly basically just accepted at this point that no one liked season three a whole lot. And also... About the whole, like, did it change too much and not feel like Stranger Things? I agreed that it didn't. And I do agree a lot with I the don't... fact that Hopper doesn't feel like Hopper anymore. I know why they did it. I just... But... It didn't feel like a smooth transition. I... From season two agree. to season three. Because season one and season two are so much a, like, the town of Hawkins is just seeing something kind of odd happen and it's unfortunate. Right. But it doesn't affect anybody but that group. And that's still sort of the same for season three. Except that all these random people died. Except that. And it just like, I think it's just because we saw more of like the world in general, which is was bound to happen and you have to change things and yada, yada, yada. But I still don't like it. I like consistency okay. once again. <laughs> well, I guess what we're asking is what was your favorite part of season three? Because this is probably the funniest season we got. And, uh. I guess we'll see you on the flip side of volume two. See how wrong all of our theories are. And who dies. Oh, God, I hope no one dies. I swear to God, if Steve dies. I swear to God, if any of them die. Nope, no one's going to die. No one's going to die. No one's going to die. I'm just going to say my theory one last time that even if someone dies, the show is the season is built on a time situation, which means someone will reverse time. The date, the deaths will be fake. It's just it's fine. It's fine. Everybody's going to live. It's fine. Okay. Okay. Well, Well, anyway, thanks thanks for listening, guys. It's always fun. (laughs) Okay. Okay, Bye. bye.